The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. I gotta hit the record button. Jeez, <laughs> all, the, all the buttons. <laughs> Hey, it's Mike Garofolo, NFL Network, here in the home office, and you are listening to the Raiders Fan Radio Podcast, taking that lighter journey into the dark side with Murph, Swag Jeff, and Michelle. She's got great hair. It's a little pink. It's a little purple. Whatever it is, I'll tell you what, if I could grow it, I would sign up for that color today. So listen to her and the entire crew as they give you all the information on the Raiders on the podcast that benefits the One Nation Foundation. It's a great cause. It's a great pod. Tune in. Turn it up. Here it comes. All that Raiders info and takes coming at you right now. Jackpot, baby. Raiders fan radio. Oakland, L.A., Oakland, Vegas, Raider Nation, wherever, forever. You got your old Uncle Mosh and Raiders fan radio from Murph's Man Cave. Taking a lighter journey into the dark side. Sit back, put your feet up, pop a top, and enjoy the ride. Here we go! We miss you, we love you, and we'll see you in the Hall of Fame. When you have great coaches, then after you have great coaches, you get great players, you have a great organization, and you tell them one thing, just win, baby. Listening live to Raiders Fan Radio. Take it away, guys. Why? Thank you, Brett Musburger. What is up, Raider Nation? Your buddy Murph back once again for what we trust will be a fantastic episode of Raiders Fan Radio. Episode number 298 coming at you of Raiders Fan Radio as uh, the Raiders. I don't know if you guys heard this or not. We're freaking want to know. Let's freaking go, Let's guys. Go. Let's go. Let's go. And, uh, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't know if you guys heard this either. We are all alone in first place. Damn right. Oh. <laughs> Where we should be. It's That's a, right. It's a beaut. I, um, unbelievable. We're going to get, obviously, into, into a ton of stuff tonight uh, about the game. We're going to get into it quick, so we'll keep the intro here at the top of the show brief. But we appreciate all of those of you that are joining in the chat room tonight. Everybody that's joining us live at YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, the best uh, chat room there is, uh, and and not only all of Raider Nation, but all of sports, if you ask us. Uh, so appreciate everybody that is in there. Uh, appreciate everybody listening on the audio podcast, and you can you can find us on any audio podcast service uh, or your internet-connected device just by searching or asking for Raiders Fan Radio. Uh, we are on the Spotify, we're on the Stitchers, we're on the Apple, we're on the Googles, we're on the, I don't know, Pandora, we're on the... Amazon Music, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, you name it. If if if, uh, if they have podcasts, they got us. So we appreciate those of you that are listening on the audio. And <laughs> if you're an audio listener, uh, check us out on the YouTube's. Hit the subscribe button over there. 
all of it helps, man. Anytime that you can help us promote the show, all of it helps because it generates advertising opportunities for us, and uh, that generates money for our foundation, our nonprofit, which is the One Nation Foundation. Uh, and so anybody that is live on the YouTube tonight, if you're not an audio podcast subscriber, help us out, man. Help us out. Head over to the audio podcast and, and hit the subscribe, hit a like, hit a review. All those things are, are hugely important, and as much as we are appreciative of our monetary donations that so many good folks make to our to our nonprofit. Uh, the the best way to to, to drive uh, money into the foundation is by by sharing the show. Uh, it ain't about really building this show; it's about building our foundation. So we appreciate everybody uh, that does that because again, we get these advertising opportunities. We've got another new corporate partner Woo-hoo! coming on that's going to join us, Michelle. We haven't even told you about yeah, this yet. You have- Okay, so uh, so this will be interesting. Yeah. So the Manscaped folks <laughs> are joining us. So Score. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. Yep. So absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna be partnering up with Manscaped. I think maybe as soon as next week. So we got the I just signed the contract today. So it's yep. gonna be so, a lot of happy ladies out there. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not just for yeah. it's not just for men, is it? Oh. No, it's not just for oh, men. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, that, whoa, man. And then, whoa, Manscaped. Whoa, Manscaped. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's what they said. They're like, it works when you when you do your reads. It's it's best if everybody has used the product okay. and everybody and you have it in your hand. Sweet, okay. So we're gonna. Oh, nice. Yeah, there we go. We're gonna go go for so it. So we're all we're all gonna <laughs> hold razors. Yes. We'll hold the yeah, free, yeah hold the yeah. shavers or whatever. Yeah. yeah nice. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Not like shave it on on air though. We don't want unless you can do your chest or something. <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah. That's, right. that's that's another. That's don't tell us about another. your life. <laughs> don't tell me about <laughs> your life. Do that on his OnlyFans. There you go. Yeah, Ron was. Yeah, Ron said if if Swag loses any more weight, he's gonna have to change his his profile on OnlyFans from like what he say, chunky monkey to mean green bean or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> nice, nice. So that disembodied voice that you heard for those of you that are on the YouTube's is uh, the guy that adorns the the left side of the bar here at the Murphs. Uh, at the Murph's Fan Cave Bar. He's my best friend and yours. He is Swag Jeff. Woo! Style and what up, Swag? Man, we're 1-0. I'm fired up. Uh, there's a lot to talk about. And uh, that, I'm telling you, we, we, we've been talking about it all offseason that the the team feels different, mm. and and we got to see that firsthand on Sunday. Absolutely. So I can't wait to break it down. Can't wait to talk about it. All that stuff. There's so many amazing people in the chat. We already got 57 people here, Sweet right shout here out. at the top of the show. Ty Davis, DJ Lenny Danger, of course Michelle, uh, our good friend uh, uh, Uncle Mosh is in hey, the building. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Chef B, who has just become a two month member right. of uh, of nice. the Raiders Family Radio page. Yeah, so much respect. Uh, Paul is in there oh? vibrators in yeah, there maybe. uh yeah uh elon bush just win wendy rogue code jay jackson uh let's see jack kenna's in there mr g's raiders is in there um uh, robert pena john ogle pirate 1975 uh raider john is in there hey, john? Uh, matthew mangus we got the whole crew man but murphy Murph, we don't do this show alone. Ah, heck no. No, and thank goodness for that. So to my left over here, adorning the bartender spot once again at the bar, please welcome in our good friend, Michelle Swag. Hey, guys. Hey, Michelle. I love that intro. That's so good. Yeah, I, listen, I'm running on fumes from my art show, the two-day My gosh, art show and I hear that you crushed it. I did. It was a really good show. I sold m- more art than I anticipated, and I have a show on Saturday, so I'm... Uh, Currently not sleeping, trying to get art ready for this coming show. Um, but yeah, it was an incredible weekend. And but 
I might be running on fumes, but that W's getting me through the uh, so. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Is, yeah. <laughs> Wait till we go 2-0 and oh, after, oh, we, after we beat the freaking Bills, right? We're going down. We are. We That's will it. be 2-0. I'm and telling you, we're going 2-0. The next show, we're going to be 2-0. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? And I, 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 I can. I well, said Marcus, this. Marcus Peters is about to get a pick or two. Oh, yeah. It's time. Josh it's Allen's going to Josh time. Allen because he's kind of good for a couple of, you know. He's good to take a shot once he gets out of the pocket. You know what I mean? All it takes is one. That's it. That's All it, it takes is one, and I'm not an advocate to injure players, but, you know, man, it's football. It's a tough game. Play some football. Yeah, you, you, you get outside right. the pocket, you start running around. That's on you. Somebody pops you. That's it. Well, uh, you just, whatever. That's, and that's one of the big knocks against Josh Allen, right? But anyways, yeah. we'll, 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 we'll get, get there. That. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> but anyways, uh, so here at the top of the show, uh, we take our episode number and tie it back to something significant within Raider Nation, and that duty... <laughs> goes to my best friend and yours, Swag Jeff. Swago, what do we got tonight? Well, yeah, so like Murph said, so yes, every every single week, uh, this is episode 298. We're gonna go uh we're gonna go back, Murph. How far are you going back? Way back. <laughs> How far are you going back? Way back. As we go a little something like this. Hit it. So we're going back to uh to You know Sony muted us on Facebook? <gasps> Lame. Because of that? Because of that right there they muted us on on the Facebooks. And I think oh. they only muted that part of the video. They should it be glad. It wasn't a copyright strike, but they muted uh, us. I'm like, you petty what bitches. bitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're about to go gangsta gangsta all up in Facebook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Now you know what I mean? What? Yeah, absolutely. So uh so yeah, so we're going back to December 3rd, 1972. Ooh. So yeah, nice. so the Raiders that Wait day a that's not the Immaculate Deception, is it? It is not the Immaculate Deception. Okay. Uh, the Raiders beat the San Diego Superchargers that, that day by a score of 21-9 to in the middle of a six-game winning streak to end the 1972 uh, Oakland Raiders season. On that day, uh, mostly on the ground, the Raiders improved their season to 8-3-1 by combining for a total of 298 yards of offense. Hey, nice one, Jeff. Fantastic. Well, yeah. All right, we appreciate you, Raider Nation. Appreciate everybody that's joined us here tonight for episode number 298. And so let's go in and jump into some contact info. And then, um, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, we do. Woo! 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 Hey, Raider Nation! You got your old Uncle Mosh here with updated contact info. So sit up, zip up, shut shut up, and pay attention. You can call us at 909-345-3346, or as Murph would say, 909-345-3346. How about emailing me? You want to email me? Email me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show at RaidersFanRadio.com. Or what about reaching out to us on some of that social media stuff swaggy likes? Absolutely. Try Facebook at Raiders Fan Radio Podcast. The Twit. At Twitter, at Raiders Next. Fan Radio. Insta oh, yeah. something. Instagram, at Raiders Fan Radio. Ticky, ticky, tocky, tock. TikTok, at Raiders Fan Radio. Or what about the Twitch? Some of you out there Twitch. 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 Anyway, Twitch, at Raiders Fan Radio. At Twitcher. Or if you don't like that, go to the YouTube. America, go to the YouTube. YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Oh my God, if that wasn't enough, if that wasn't enough, go to your podcast provider and search Raiders Fan Radio. Holy crap, that was a lot.
Good. Good. Oh, man. That's like nice. several that's weeks in a we're row. On, we're yeah. on fire. We yeah. are. on fire. <laughs> Even Uncle Mosh in the chat was like, good. <laughs> See? Yeah, yeah. And he was right, like, on, right on the money, too. He was right yeah, on the money. Of course. Yeah, he was good. He invented it. <laughs> he of course right. he did. It's, absolutely. It's not, I think it's time. Since he's in there, uh, I'm just I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, uh, invite him now. We need to have Uncle Mark come back and do some more voiceovers. We need to get, oh, get a lot of updated. It, it, it's time. That's, you know, back in the day when, when Sonny and I did this show, yeah. that's Uncle Mosh first got involved with Raiders Fan Radio he did all of our voiceovers. And we, I call him One Take Jake because he comes in, he'll have it, boom, he hits it on the first try. Yep. The only time that he does it is when he'll, like, he'll go off the rails once in a while, and that's when you hear me laughing like that. <laughs> uh-huh. Because he'll go off the rails, but then he'll take it like once he realizes he's going off the rails. He'll really go off the rails on purpose just to make it funny. Absolutely. So anyways, it, it's time. It's been well, a- and it might be short notice, but he might need to cut us some some new stuff for episode 300. Oh, that you know would be I mean? it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, for those of you, so we're on 298, right? Mm. Um, we don't think we're going to have the new version of the fan cave set up here by the time we get to 300. So we might skip past 300, and then we'll come back and have our celebratory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, so hey, so speaking of Uncle Mosh. Yes. At the top of the show, we like to give a little, a little bit of respect. You know, we don't do props, we don't do shout outs. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with those things, but uh, we like to give respect. Murph, Swaggy J, Nation, it's time for a little respect. You know, respect ain't bought, it ain't sold, it ain't demanded, it ain't negotiated, it's earned. And without blowing smoke or giving shameless plugs, we want to say salute and much respect to the following folks. But frivolity around here, Raiders fan radio. So if you can't Gosh. tell, we that's uh, we my do, favorite part of the whole. We do a lighter journey into the dark side. The shit we say is so stupid, but I love, I love this part. Let's go, baby. She <laughs> lost it over there. We lost Michelle. Yeah, she gone. It's too much. <laughs> we can only go up from here, though. That's, that's, what, makes that's, it, that, yeah. that's what makes that such a special part of the show is that we can really only go up from there. Maybe right? that's yes, it. absolutely. Maybe that's why I like so it so good. much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. If you're a first time listener, we're sorry, and or, or you're, you're welcome. welcome. <laughs> that's it. There you go. There you go. We are truly the dog whistle of Raiders podcasting. If we you are. get it, you get it. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. So I've got some respect to give here at the top of the show. Um, first off, I want to give respect to, and I know a lot of you that are in the chat room, at least two folks for sure, um, that made the trip to Denver. And so I want to give respect to the traveling yeah. Raider fans. Yeah. All right, so when you looked at the stadium there, uh, that, that whatever they call it now, whatever it's not Sports Authority anymore, whatever it's stupid Mile High, but um, is that Empower Field. Or that's what it like is. It's Empower now? Field uh, at Mile High, which is just dumb. But anyways, but so um, th- there was a ton of Raider fans, and now we know Raider fan travels well, um, and we know that we've we've seen heck, we've been to games, you know, like at the at, uh, Nashville, whatever. We've seen the yeah. Raiders take over a game before. That's not you know anything that's that's foreign to us. But I think that in today's world where the Raiders are being highly criticized for the amount of visiting fans 
that show up at Allegiant Stadium, I think that by the Raiders showing that, like, yeah, we kind of do that everywhere we go, too. And then also, too, I want to throw this out there to you guys. And you guys notice that, like, when you watch that game, that Thursday night game, there was a lot of Lions fans. There sure were. In sure Kansas was, City. Yeah. On the night that they're pulling or they're, they're unveiling their banner for their Super Bowl win, there was a crap ton mm-hmm. of Lions fans there. Let me ask you guys this real quick and just and just throw it around. I feel like it's now going to become a little unfair for the level of criticism that gets lobbied at the Raiders for fans taking over the stadium or whatever, okay? First off, I think that's a little bit overblown. But even that said, I think we are just officially in an era where tickets are so accessible, mm. and especially if you're in a place that's desirable to go to, even in the case of like no one wants to go to Kansas City, but do you want to go to Kansas City opening night when your team is expected to have this incredible prime turnaround, prime time? Like, if there's a reason for fans to travel, I think they will. And I think that we're going to see a lot less of that, you know, other than maybe like, I don't know, like Lambo in December or stuff like that, where you're going to actually not see a large contingent of opposing fans at other stadiums. I think mm. we're just kind of the whole NFL seems to be going that way. Yeah, well, you know, I mean, you know, I mean, and for for the specific example that you brought up there, I mean, the Lions are going to be good this year. Mm. So, and, and I think I think the Lions fans probably know that. So, a lot of those people that were at that game might be people that would have worn the red 15 jersey mm. had it not been for oh. the Lions. So now they can go back to their roots and kind of like what we talked about too. You know, Las Vegas is still new. The, the faithful to the Raiders are going to be there no matter what. And, you know, but those, the the newer, Las, just Las Vegas residents that already kind of had their team of who they rooted for before the Raiders came, you know, those people are still going to root for the Cowboys or the Steelers or the whoever, whoever, whoever. But if we get some wins under our belt and we make a run, we're going to see a lot more black in that stadium moving forward. Yeah, I, I think... Yes, that's true, but I also think that that Thursday night game kind of negated that whole argument because the Kansas City Chiefs were Super Bowl champions. That's true. So people still traveled, you know, to yeah. to fill up their stadium. So, and I do think winning obviously makes you want to go see your team more. But I do think it's going to become one of those things where people are going to travel to specific games that they want to see you know, be in the environment or whatever. I think it is going to be more like that. Yeah. But winning does help. But it didn't help Kansas City, you know, not Cert- let all those Yeah, that's true. Well, if it's so, happening, everybody and who the everywhere hell else wants to go to Kansas City. That's very true. You know? Absolutely. But Vegas if it's happening everywhere else, like yeah. we can sleep a little more soundly, Raider exactly. Nation, because that's what this I'm isn't exactly. just yeah. a, this isn't an us issue. That's right. That's right. That's it. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, and like, and when you look at like a place like I don't know, I think about like Seattle. Like, mm-hmm. if you're on the East Coast or even in, in the Midwest or in the South where we live. That's a long freaking way yeah, to go, yeah. right? You can get to Vegas like that. Yeah. You can also get, and I'm t- and I think that the two cities that are most vulnerable to this are Vegas and Nashville. Oh yeah, sure. Where destination else? Because destination. destination cities where people want to go and they want to hang out for the weekend, and they're real. And I know Vegas is pretty much West Coast, but it's 
Nashville's certainly centrally located, mm-hmm. easy to get to from major areas. Um, but again, Vegas is not hard to get to. That right. Vegas makes it real easy for you to get out there. And there's a million things to do there. Absolutely. You know? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So like you extend your weekend. Uh, yes. You, yep. you do yeah. you mix your vacation in with your trip to Vegas exactly. to go watch the game. Right. And like, and even like a, I think about a place like Miami. Like, who wouldn't want to go to Miami, right? Mm, true. Well, but if you live in Colorado, <laughs> getting to Miami's a pain in the ass. Right. You know right. what I mean? So, yeah. like, I think that like when you look at how easy it is to get to Vegas, how much there is to do. Right. Uh, again, it's I think Nashville was the blueprint for that idea because look when the titans came out of the gate they went to the super bowl mm. that you, you couldn't buy a ticket at nissan stadium at the time when it was at lp or whatever it was uh, back then yeah. yeah it was adelphia, adelphia. Coliseum. Adel- cool. you couldn't get a ticket to adelphia and then all of a sudden like once like they started getting bad yeah then all of a sudden it was takeover it giving was, them away it yeah. was it was nothing but yeah. vikings fans or ravens fans or whatever it was or raider fans yeah. we saw three <laughs> times in a row and we beat their ass yeah we did so I mean it's 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 gonna happen. So anyways, I I you know yes, I think that I was pleased. It's not that I ever want to see you know black and gold takeovers or right. niner red and gold takeovers. Not that we want to want to see that, but it makes me feel it a little bit better about it. Like you guys said, knowing that it's going on in other stadiums and especially on the night where the Super Bowl champs are <laughs> yeah. unveiling their banner. Yeah. That's right. like, I well, mean, I'd be fun. way more embarrassed by that uh-huh. than the amount of Niner fans that show up at a goddamn preseason game. Well, you know what I mean? And that's yes. kind of what I was getting at, too. So, like, uh, the, the big knock, that first preseason game, there was a lot of red in Allegiant Stadium. But Raider Nation showed out, too, and it was freaking loud. Right. I mean, I mean, with the Raider Nation had a lot to cheer about that day. I know it's just preseason, but, like, we were making it difficult for the opposing teams, but it's almost, I feel more important or I mean, just as important, but maybe more so of how much black and silver mm. we saw at Denver. Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. you know yeah. I mean? Like well, if, we can our buddy- show, if we can kind of give that home atmosphere wherever we go, yeah. the home atmosphere will be there mm-hmm. at Allegiant stadium. It'll always be there. I mean, yeah. like I said, the, the faithful will be there. The, Ride or die Raider Nation will be there. And so that's going to make it a home game for us no matter what. Well, and speaking of that term faithful, which I'm not a huge fan of, but it, <laughs> it is, that's what the Niners call themselves, the Niner faithful. And our buddy Double Nine, who is our Niners insider in there, yeah. says that they took over Pittsburgh this weekend. Like, there you go. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, as much props as Pittsburgh gets for freaking yeah. taking over other stadiums, well, guess what? Guess Heinz Field can get got too. So, mm-hmm. I mean, like, so, anyways, no I. No one's safe. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's any, but at this point, I agree. Yeah. You know what? And maybe the shitty ones are more susceptible oh, right, to it. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get a ticket a little easier. Take a little pretty easy to get a. I don't know. I was going to say, usually I'd say Cleveland Browns, but actually had a pretty good game week one there. But, yeah. But, anyway, so, all right. So, good conversation. And again, so. Let me close it out by coming back to where we started. Much respect to everybody that showed up uh, there in Denver. I know that like just when Wendy, she kind of she sends in her email tonight. She got a kind of a detailed breakdown of her trip out there, and so look forward to reading that. And uh, and so yeah, a lot of props to you guys for going out there and taking over in Denver. All right, I got one more bit of respect. I mean, this is just kind of like a general thing. So Jeff and I, in our real day job, um, we 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 sell like not yeah. like transactional sales, but we manage sales programs, sure. right? And he and I, I'll never forget one of these days. One of the days we were riding around the car together, working together, and we were talking about closing. And I told him about the the scene in the movie uh, Glenn Gary Grant, Glenn Ross, yeah, ABC, always, always be, be closing, closing. Yeah. right? Coffee's for closers, and it's like the importance of being able to close out a game in the context of football or in our in our day jobs closing a deal right M- making something happen 
it's been a long time since the silver and black I felt were closers. Mm. I don't think we had, at least we struggled with coaching staffs that were able to close out games. We had certain players that were unable to close out games, whether that was converting a third down late, whether that was getting a, a turnover late, getting off the field, whatever. There's multitude. This is not at one player or whatever. I mean, in all facets, we couldn't close out a damn football game. And here we are in week one, and what was the thing that we all talked about with Jimmy Garoppolo was that he's a winner, right? Right. And what did he do? He was able to get us into a position to win the game. I've got it in my show notes. I'll see if I can find it. But while you guys were talking – I believe this is the first time since, like... I've got it right here. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Take off with it. Josh Dubow uh, mm. sent a tweet out and said that the Raiders got the ball back with 5.08 left in the game, and they ran the clock out. That was the first time since he said at least 2,000 that we've held on to the ball at the end of the game in a one-possession game. 2,000? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's been that long? It's been that long. I just think it was like five years or something. Oh, no, no. It said at least 2,000. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, yeah. I mean, we've needed a closer like that in an an efficient drive. Yes, we were helped with some some penalties and stuff like that. But, like, yeah, I mean, mean, those – and and I'll get more into it as as we kind of talk about the game itself. But, yeah, I mean, that's been a long time (laughs) since we've been able to do that, right? Unbelievable. And check this out, Michelle. So here's another uh, part of that. Last season alone – when we played the Rams and the Steelers, when the Raiders got the ball with less than five minutes left and leading by a score, but went three and out both games to give the opposing team a chance at a winning score. There you go. Like, didn't it just feel when it was like, oh my gosh, like when it counted most, we got it done. And like, again, that hasn't been the Raiders' story. I can't believe it's been that long, by Golly, the way. But yeah. like, but even of recent history, like it just never felt safe. It never felt like we could just like have a long drive, could get convert a third down, right. get off the damn field and go home, you know? Yeah, three and out was like the Emma. Like it was like I have PTSD from just hearing three and out because it was such a significant portion of the last many years that we've had. And seeing Jimmy Garoppolo like run for that last yeah. that last first down to like seal the game. Like I was just like, yo, I don't remember the last time I saw a, a like a a dog move, you know, right. like to make yeah, we are you. winning this game. We're not just gonna tie. We're not, you know, we're not gonna. We're winning this. Oh, oh. game, <laughs> you know, like and so seeing yeah. that and, it, not, it was, and not putting the defense out there and go, okay, go it, win it for exactly. us, go close it out right. for us, right? Yeah, and yeah. instead of putting them in a position to to be unsuccessful, and saying, instead I got this. We, it's just done. There yeah. you go. It's done. Let's yeah. get the hell out of here. There you go. Well, you know, you bring up you bring up the term closer, mm. and you know, a couple of years ago, that game uh, that game against the Chargers at the end of the year. Oh yeah. You know, uh, Josh Jacobs coined that he's the closer, mm. and he kind of you know we kind of talked about that over the course of the last couple of years. You know, is that his nickname? Is he has he given himself his own nickname? <laughs> like that's pretty bold. That's bold. But all he's done is closed. And yes, he didn't have the electric game that everyone was kind of hoping that he was going to have week one. I think he had like 50-something rushing yards or whatever. But when the game was on the line, the ball was not in his hands, oh, but Josh yeah. Jacobs closed the oh, game. Oh, that block. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that block. block was that block beautiful. at the end of the game was massive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, massive. good call, dude. Yeah. That's true. Good call. That's a closer movement. And I think it the is. last... Well, yeah, because that run wouldn't happen without that block. No, the run like, wouldn't happen without happen. that block. Yep. Yeah. I think the last time that we had a closer was Cleo Mack. 
Mm. He's the last, and I've, if those of you who listen to this show enough, I've said that multiple times. It's Khalil Mack, and it's it's kind of sad to see the way. Oh, it's not sad because he's a charger, but, like, his drop-off has oh, been significant. massive. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, But anyways, but, like, he was the guy. Like, he was the guy. Like, when we needed a play, he was the one to make it happen, and it's been an awful long time since we had that. So, anyways, good stuff there. So, we appreciate the Raiders uh, being closers, and uh, hopefully we can uh, – because, you know, that's – all those one-score games we lost last year, mm. that's – why we lost them because yeah. we couldn't freaking get off the field. Right. You know what I mean? And so hopefully like, and you'll hear, we got a lot of comments from the guys here uh, coming up, but like, that's one of the things that's a very th- common theme is that like, okay, look, these are the games that we're going to, if, cause now we're in the same position of, as we were last year and games that we lost. And now that the, right. that narrative is going to change. So mm-hmm. anyways, let's go ahead and jump into, uh, uh, we got some, some new shit has come to light. Swag Jeff. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, this is Pete Koch, former Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, back in the old days, baby. And you're listening to Murph and Uncle Mosh, who happens to have the same hair as me. Check it out. Raiders Fan Radio. Man, I've got certain information, all right? Certain things have come to light, and, you know... Uh, you know, given the nature of all this new shit, you know, it, it, this could be a, a, a lot more uh, 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 complex. I mean, it's not just, it might not be just such a simple, uh, you know? What in God's holy name are you blathering about? Well, I'll tell you what I'm blathering about. I've got information, man. New shit has come to light. That's right. And that shit that's come to light is that we are freaking one and oh. Let's go. Let's freaking go, man. And it's insane. So just throw it on real quick as, as we we're gonna jump into some of the, the notes about and 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 the, about the game and also about um you know, we're gonna hear like I said, we're gonna hear from a lot of the guys. We're gonna hear from Josh McDaniels uh here to start off. Um I I was joking with Valerie going into the into the weekend. I'm like, you know, because the Lions had a pretty good shot. They're just as in terms of like in the discussion, we knew how talented they were to go in and, and, and beat the Chiefs, right? And so then when they, they beat the Chiefs, and then I'm like, wow, okay, we're playing another member of the AFC West, and we play them very, very well. We know Miami is a heck of a football team. They could freaking take out the chart. And I was telling her, I'm like, there's a really good shot that we could be in first place after this is over. Now, I said that not believing a word that came out of my <laughs> mouth because the Raiders are going to Raider, right? So the yeah. idea that the stars have aligned for us, and yes, it's only week one, and I'm not going to get all crazy and in my feelings about things, but I will say this. Even if it's just for the first week of the season, the idea, and a lot of people will tell you week one is a lie. And I'm a believer of that because you got teams that get their ass kicked in week one and then end up making the playoffs. And then you got teams that, you know what I mean, that that, that come out of the gate screaming and then freaking will fall short. So, like, I get it. But that said, the idea that, like, you tell me, Raider fan, what went wrong? Like, everything that you could point at, you know, Tyree Wilson get off on the ball or Hunter penalties. Renfro's lack of targets or the penalties or whatever. Those are nitpicky things because right now your Las Vegas Raiders are one and oh, and no one else in our division is. There you go. So, like, there's like, it's hard for me to be mad. Like, it's hard for me to, like, again, and not, not to, 
gloss over criticism, not to gloss over those things that can be improved. Of course they can be. Mm-hmm. And the coaching staff and the players will tell you that too. But as a fan, like somebody, like when I was on Silver and Black today this last week, was, there was a couple of comments in there. They're like, man, Murph yells. Murph's <laughs> loud. And I'm like, what? and Scott's like, he's excited. And like, and I'm like, yes, despite the fact that I'm half Sicilian and, and, <laughs> and growing up, he who is loudest wins for the most part. But aside from that, like, what the hell? Like, I'm ex- sorry. I'm ex- I'm sorry. My favorite football team that freaking, you know, I wear their colors every day, decorate my house, put their ink on my body. You know what I mean? Like, I'm name my dog after. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm excited and fired up. So like, I don't get it, man. I don't get anybody that like that takes that negative thing. I don't. I don't understand it. And and so, anyways, I'm not gonna let let their their yuck be or my young be their yuck. Is that how the term goes? My young be yuck. your yuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not. Oh, well, yeah. I think my young right, be yeah. their yuck. Yeah, right. Yeah. Whatever it is. Sure. Whatever you yuck your ass off. FM. But yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> but you Go know yuck what I mean? yourself. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Period. Yuck you. Yeah. Yuck yeah. you. <laughs> Oh my gosh, we're so using that from now on. Oh, yeah. yeah. But anyway, Swag Jeff, I mean, how do you not, how can you not not feel good? Well, you know, when, when you got a W on, 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 you know, in the game, you know, it's real. it is, it's hard to, it's hard to argue. It's hard to, you know, nitpick because we won. Isn't that what Al Davis <laughs> wanted us to do? Just win, baby. Just yeah. Win, right. There's some things that need improvement. That's very clear. And it was very evident on Sunday. But we got the freaking win. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love what Ron said in the chat. He said, right now, Jimmy Garoppolo holds an all-time record for a 100% winning percentage as a quarterback <laughs> for the Raiders. <laughs> you know, I mean, I that's, a, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing, you know. But my big takeaway from the game was that, you know, in years past, we would have lost that game. That game would have been an L. Oh, yeah. A Last close, year. A close game like that. A gritty game like that. On the road. On the road. A low-scoring game. Yeah, you got a couple of touchdowns and all that stuff. And then, you know, the the freaking Broncos come back and they score in the third. They take the lead. And, you know, we have a couple drives. We're punting it back and forth and all that stuff. Kind of becomes a, you know, a, a chess match kind of game. And they score to make it a six-point game, and we're like, okay, here we go. This is just going to – it is what it is. You can and see it coming. You, you can yeah. see it yep. coming a mile away. And then, by God, Jimmy Garoppolo leads the charge, goes up, takes the lead by one point, and, you know, and then we get the ball. Like what Josh Dubow said, we get the ball with five minutes and eight seconds left. And, you know, we've got the lead, but at this point, like, you know, all of us kind of have, you know, we, we've – We've all been triggered, right? We yeah. we've all been there, and we've seen Raiders of past with the ball at five oh eight left in the game. And what do we do? We go three and out. We give them the ball, you know, a la the L.A. Rams game. They go down a score winning touchdown at the end of the game. We commit a pass yeah. interference we call can, uh, to put them in oh. field goal there range. You go. And then yeah. But yeah, what yeah, happens? Yeah. The Raiders pull it out. We win the game. That's huge. It's a huge momentum statement. Mm-hmm. It's a huge statement for the leaders that they've got their guys that respect to the coaching staff i know it wasn't a perfectly called game but by god they got the job done and like you said what is there to bitch about right yeah we won the game right right. yeah and i like to just make note that we are on track for my 13 and 4 um, wins and laws. I just want to absolutely put that out there. Nicely we are on done. track. But yeah, also but we're too- also on track for my nine and eight. <laughs> Murph, take it back. Shut your mouth. Shut no. your damn dirty well, mouth. Well, but Murph. I will 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> that I'm glad though that because it was the first game, so like you know we're talking about the first games a lot. Like it at least though as we learned like things we should and shouldn't do or like where maybe there's some strengths and so we did it with a win and not with a loss. So I think that like is a plus for you know how things have gone in the past. Like they fought for this. I, Absolutely. Yeah, it was too close for my blood pressure. I was still and I was just like you. I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. This effing games about uh-huh. to yep, ruin my week, you know, or at least a few days. But we didn't. We won. Huge. Yeah. Huge. 13 and 4. We're on track. There we there go. go. <laughs> and so, uh, so look, you're going to hear a lot about Jimmy Garoppolo tonight. You're going to hear. He's and why gonna, shouldn't we? And why shouldn't yeah. we? And so there's, you know, look, most prominent position in all of uh-huh. team sports. And this guy freaking uh, won our game. And, you know, here's this. And there's so many stats, and I've got a handful of them. Over, as we'll go through through the course of the night. Uh, I won't blast you guys with a million stats all at once. But here's one of the ones that really jumped out at me, because it's again, it's it's what do you do when it counts most? And like, I'm not going to make this about anything else other than just Jimmy Garoppolo. But what does he do when it counts most? Not what does he do total stats? What does he do career wise? What does he do between the twenties? What does he do when it counts most? Yep. Since his first full season as a starter in 2019, there are only two quarterbacks with a better passer rating than Jimmy Garoppolo when trailing by four to eight points in the fourth quarter. Two. In all of football. So Jimmy Garoppolo's passer rating is 127.9. Beautiful. When down four to eight points. You guys want to guess? One of them is retired. And then the other one is still active in the NFL for the two quarterbacks that have a better passer rating when they get the ball down uh, four to eight points in the fourth quarter. You got a guess, or you want me to pit, name them both? Name them both. Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes. Damn That's it. a good guess. guess. Okay, that. very good, good guess. So Patrick Mahomes is number two. <laughs> okay, he's got a hundred twenty-eight point four rating. Though number one might surprise you. Is it it's like Matt Ryan or Drew like Brees? Oh, shoot. since twenty nineteen. Oh, I guess he still was. Yeah, playing, huh? his rating is one hundred and forty seven point five. Holy shit! Real near <laughs> perfect. Yeah. yeah, pretty pretty awesome. But anyways, Dang. that's the kind of company that Jimmy Garoppolo is in. Just like when we talk about Josh Jacobs, and every time like I read off a stat or a list that Josh Jacobs is on, it's like he's on there with Emmett Smith and Walter Payton and like some of the greatest of all time. Well, there you go. We already got our first Jimmy Garoppolo stat. Jimmy's that- a winner. He's a freaking winner, He's a Michelle. Winner. Yeah. It's so good. So, all right. Anyways, and like, why did that eight-yard run at the end of the game remind me of Kenny Stabler? Because that's a Kenny Stabler thing to do. That was a Kenny Stabler thing to do, man. You know, yeah, he's not a scrambler. He's not a, you know, he's not a guy that's going to do that. But he did what he had to do to win the football game. And that's what Jimmy G does. Mm -hmm. That's the shit Mahomes does, frankly. Puts you in a position to win a football game. That's it. That's it. And shout out to the offensive line for keeping him up. All six of them that we were running through a lot of the game. Well, with his health and, you know, injuries and stuff being an issue, that makes sense. Keep put as many hey, people to protect him as possible. Why not? If he's going to win, let him. You know. There you go. Do his thing. Why not? Absolutely. Yeah. And and there were there were there were some folks that said like, oh well, why are the Raiders running six offensive linemen out there? I guess just five are not good enough. I'm like, listen, I'm you know, I'm going to tell you this. They made an incredible adjustment. They identified a way that they could be strong in that in that with that offensive line. Shout out Carmen Brasillo. He's doing, I think that's one of the most underrated position hires we've made mm. is bringing in Carmen Brasillo. He's coaching these boys up. Yep. And you know what? If Why is that a negative? Like, yeah. to me, I'm like, okay, they identified a thing they could take advantage of. 
Win the game. Yeah. Like, so and that's what I'm saying, it's man. It's not like, like what do you what would you rather do? March out five and see Jimmy get blasted yeah. and get hurt? Absolutely. Like, like man. if you can win with using six a lot of time, who cares? Who I think people shit? have forgotten what just win baby means. It doesn't denote how to win. You just win. Who cares how you get it who done? Who cares? Send however many damn people out there you need to, to protect him for him to get the job done. Just win, baby. That's it. That's period. it. The end. the end. I'm with you. And when you look at like you look at where Josh McDaniels came from, right? Everybody hates when we talk about the Patriots, but listen, it's it's just the history of it, and we got to consider it because it's it's the present of the right. Raiders. When you look at Josh McDaniels' offenses in New England, they beat you different every single week. Mm-hmm. They beat you. With two tight ends. Sometimes they go. beat you in the running game. Sometimes uh-huh. they beat you in the passing game. Sometimes they beat you with, you know, Kevin Falk and not Corey Dillon or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you, like they, they, or what was that guy with what Rex Burkhead? There like you go. Just, like, uh-huh. like, all of a sudden you're like, why does Rex Burkhead have two <laughs> touchdowns and ran for 75 yards in this game right. when he hasn't had a carry all year? Well, right. because they identified something that that guy did well. And so they took advantage of that matchup. Exactly. It's the same folks that are being critical of them not getting Hunter Renfro involved. Yes. Okay. No, yes. 100%. Well, and here, because here's what I'll say on that. Like, I'll wait to judge that once we're four or five games in. Maybe Hunter wasn't a good matchup for this defense, so they didn't feature him. The other part of that could be maybe Hunter wasn't getting open. We don't know. I'm not a film guy. I'm not going right. to pretend to be. But until you define the context, just because he didn't have any targets doesn't mean it was a failure in coaching. There it means go. that they didn't need to or they didn't think that was going to be a favorable matchup. Because, again, just like the Patriots, you would go one week where, where freaking, I don't know, Julian Edelman would only have like a catch or two. But then the next week he'd have 15 yeah. or uh-huh. 200 yards. You know what I mean? There so like, you go. They, they will beat you different ways. They will beat you inside or beat you outside. They will beat you the running game or beat you with tight ends. Like, right. We don't know what our game plan is going to be week to week. And that's a good thing, Raider Nation. That's a beautiful thing, man. You know, and I love that you brought up Hunter Renfro because I've seen, I've Um. been all over the X this week and, and, you know, post Sunday's game. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, what are we going to do with Renfro? Oh, they, they're going to trade him. Oh, they're going to trade him. Oh, he always tear. Oh, McDaniels just doesn't know how to use this guy. <laughs> I mean, we're, we're going to get a fresh Hunter Renfro, like, in a week or two. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is a positive thing. If we can win and not throw to one of the best slot receivers in the NFL, right. like, that's freaking badass. Yeah, and you yeah. think he like, cares? And it was one game. There you go. Like like you said, you'll wait yeah. and see and make the decision. Like, okay, okay four Sle- games down. How about we sleep on Hunter Renfro? Yeah. How about NFL? Yeah. How about we sleep yeah, on yeah, number yeah, 13 yeah, yeah. and see the GOAT go to work the right. following week? Yeah. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. And and yeah, Raider Cam makes a great point there. It's possible Hunter's routes opened up space for Tay and Jacoby mm. as well. Absolutely. There you go. Well, and Jacoby was, he was hot, so why not? Yeah, the hot hand. Yeah. Hand. yeah. And, and respect yeah. Raider Cam. Absolutely. I, 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 I love that guy. Uh, he's great. He's great yeah, on, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. X there. Uh-huh. And so we appreciate you, Raider Cam. All right, so I'm going to do these in reverse order because we're talking about Jacoby. And okay. so, okay. and first off, can I just say this? I like the name Jacoby, and I like how he spells it. Oh. Like, a lot of times I'm not a fan of, like, doing crazy spellings of, of names or the, that are not conventional. Mm-hmm. Sure. But I like his name. That's, That's a cool name, Jacoby. Yeah. Um, hey, so you love that shit. I love that shit. <laughs> That's that cool, shit. man. Put that shit on Because it's like Jack. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, I don't know. It's like what? It's, not, it's like Jack, like J-A-K, because it's J-A-K-O-B-I. Oh. So it's like Jack. Like Jack Myers, and oh. then you got like Jacorian Bennett's, like Jack Bennett. Like I kind of oh, like okay. that. Okay. Well, you yeah. know his nickname on the team. Everyone call everyone call him uh, calls him Cobes. Cobes. Cobes is that Cobes. the nickname? Oh, yeah, right on. Right Cobes. On. Yeah. Cobes. 
All right, so let's check in with with uh, with Josh McDaniel. Riveting conversation. I know, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tune in, guys. So, and, oh, and hey, real quick, too. Let me just yeah. say this it is real fast. F Sean Payton. Like, F him. A lot. Oh, bro. Okay? No, literally, like, yeah. I, like, yeah. when they had the whole saint or head, what, what, what they call it? The, head it was hunting? Bounty? Bounty, bounty, bounty gate. Bounty gate. Bounty when they gate. had the whole bounty gate thing, when he was in New Orleans, 95% of that got planned on Greg Williams. Remember the defensive oh. coordinator, who's also defensive coordinator for the Titans and others mm-hmm. as well. He's the one that got that blame got, got pinned on. You can't tell me Mm-mm. after this game that Sean Payton didn't have a way bigger role in that and F him yeah. a bunch for that dirty-ass shit. Now, listen, yep. we're Raider fans. We're not above, you know what I mean, playing outside the whistle a little bit. Right. And, and, I mean... For crying out loud, like, we invented roughing the quarterback with Ben Davidson and all that kind of stuff. So I'm not, like, you know, this isn't the pot calling kettle black here. But what I'm going to say is this. In today's NFL, when you have the, – the Raiders used to do that back within the rules. Right. That was it. They actually changed the rules to accommodate or to prevent what the Raiders were doing. <laughs> At that time, we were operating within the existing rule set of the NFL. This shit is way outside okay. of that. Diving in towards quarterbacks' heads, taking shots at Jacoby Myers multiple times—that is some weak ass shit. And and if he doesn't get held accountable for that by the NFL, f the NFL as well because that was ridiculous. And again, right? I'm not talking about like playing past a whistle, taking an extra step. I love that Max Crosby every time he's at Russell Wilson's face, oh, he yeah. pops him an extra time. I'm not talking about stuff like that, but I'm talking about when you're targeting the head mm-hmm. in today's NFL, when we know how vulnerable the head is and the NFL literally has made such a campaign and a crusade to prevent against head injuries. And you're going to let that shit go on mm-hmm. on Sunday. F all the way. Yeah. Yuck you all the way off. All like forever that is and ever. bananas. Yeah. Like yeah. I, unbelievable that that, yep. that he got away with that. Um, Hey, before um, you play that clip, I just yeah, want to give I want to give much respect to uh, Stacy Ruff, who says Jacoby won Kenobi. Oh, <laughs> oh that's, so that's legit. That's I love it. So badass. Love, love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. All right, so let's check in on Jacoby one. Wait, no, okay, how can I say Jacoby won Kenobi? All right, let's check in on uh, Josh McDaniels talking about Jacoby. This may not be as familiar with Jacoby Myers as maybe other fans are, but I feel like they got a, a, a good glimpse of what Jacoby Myers is all about. Yeah, I mean, he's just, he just, he's a football player. Play, play. Play clock is plenty of time left to take the snap. Looking left, throwing left, passes complete left. Jacoby Myers in his first year with the Raiders. White, Garoppolo, throws to the near sideline, passes complete to Jacoby Myers. Um, can go inside and make plays inside, and uh, he's got good size and, you know, can make some things happen on third down or in the red zone, but always comes up big in big games. Today was no different. All right, so there we go. There's Josh Pitano. So, Michelle, I would venture to say this might be the most underrated free agent signing that the Raiders have made, not only this season, obviously, but probably in recent history. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think – I mean, I knew he was pretty good. I knew he's a wide receiver one. Mm-hmm. But if th- already this is the kind of production we're going to get out of him, like yeah. an ability to kind of take over a little bit and, like – I was pretty awesome, no, right? No, yeah, and, a lo- you know, with all the people that are like, oh, Jet, you know, McDaniel's bringing his guys in. But, you know, yeah, for this reason, because he was able to immediately be effective in the system. So, yeah, seeing him, it's, it's so sad. 
for that to have been the end of that game after oh, him having yeah, such an incredible yeah. game. And it's like, oh, man, I hate that that's how it had to end. Yeah, you know, and yeah. him being in the concussion, I don't, you know, that can last whoever knows how long. And But, man, yeah, like just seeing him just continually being where he needed to be and being there for Garoppolo, like, man, that's so exciting that was to so see. so exciting, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And I and chat room, let us know. I haven't seen any updates yet I'm oh, yeah. about, about, about about how he's doing. And, and uh, I hadn't heard anything bad, so I'm going to assume he's going to be good to go for uh, for week two in Buffalo. Uh, but let us know, chat room. Let us know if there's any updates coming out on that. Um, all right, so next up we've got uh, Josh McDaniels in the locker room. This is awesome, man. Um, of course, you know, winning cures everything. And, uh, and everything is always fun when you win. Um, but let's check in with Josh McDaniels. And I love to hear oh, the, the, the passion. I, I, these postgame speeches are fantastic. Yeah. I mean, anybody that's ever played a team sport and you've been part of that locker room, like after a game and like all that, it's so awesome to, yeah. you know what I mean? You get those fiery speeches. And, um, but I, can't, I hear a little bit of a different tone. Not only is the language, which they, they, they take the sound out so you, you can tell when the Ooh. sound dips. It's good. I know, right? <laughs> yep. Um, it's language. But like... I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a different for a guy like Josh McDaniels, who's you know a, a Belichick 2.0 typically in delivery. It sounds pretty feisty. I love it. I love it too. Congratulations. Now listen to me, because right, this is this is different. Okay, this is different. We had do we have some adversity today? Yes, sir. Yep. Yep. We we had three personal fouls. We rough a punter. All right, which we are going. We were playing hard. Right. We didn't, we didn't necessarily do everything we wanted to do. We had a turnover in the red zone, all right? But we f- persevered. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen to me. I'm really proud of the effort. I'm really proud of the maturity, yes, all right, sir. that we yes. showed, okay? Because, again, there was some things that weren't going our way. All right, we handled them with class. We handled them with dignity. And, fellas, you, you persevered, so we won in the fourth quarter. Yes, sir. All right, and we f- won in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. That's the way to compete for four, for four quarters, fellas. That's what we've been talking about. That's what it took to win. All right, All right break it down. Break it down. Hey, like you said, man, hey, it's just one, but it's the first of many, man. Get used to this. Man, keep working. Stay together. Let's go. Gang on me. Gang on three. One, two, three. Oh, man, I love it, there man. You go. I, I, I love yeah, it. It's a beautiful thing, man. Well, and talk about that, Jeff, because, you know, like, we, and we've already kind of touched on it tonight already, but, but you hear that in McDaniels. We f- one in the fourth it, quarter. Yeah. Like, huge, man. Yeah. Huge for well, the momentum and the spirit of this football team. Yeah, well, he couldn't say that a whole lot last year. <sighs> you know, I mean, that may have been something that was in his arsenal for a while, but he couldn't <laughs> say it because it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, you know, but like like I said earlier in the show and like we talking about all offseason, this team just feels different. Mm-hmm. Something, something in the air just feels different. The confidence from top to bottom. You know, of course, a guy like Max Crosby that, that – you know, we heard right at the end of that video right I there. I love his, his like, breakdown too. Oh, it's it's amazing. Gang on me, it's, gang on three. It's, I love that. It's it's unbelievable. But like, but like we didn't see that fire out of coach last year. Mm-hmm. You know, we no. really didn't. And you know, and you know, and it didn't even see it first, out of a lot of people. No, you didn't see it out of a lot of people. And you know what? And I'll just say it, man. <laughs> One of the criticisms that we had last year, even after our first win against Houston last mm. year. That we should have been fired up. Yeah, it was a game win against Houston. Houston was ass and all that kind of stuff. But like the breakdown from the other leader of the yeah. team last year, the war number four. Yeah. You know, it was like, hey, a bit good, good win. Raiders on three, one, two, three win. Yeah. But like it was kind of like shitty. Yeah. And like it was like yeah, it wasn't yeah, very yeah. good. And so you see McDaniels with the fire. You see the post game from the field. Uh, you know, they're the Raiders. You know, media team is out there filming mm. Jimmy Garoppolo dropping f bombs, yeah. fired up, <laughs> ready to go, dabbing it up with ten. 
day. Like, I mean, that's awesome, and that's what you want, man. And that and this team is just oozing with confidence right now, and I love it, right? Yeah, yeah, and it feels like a lot of the sound bites that I've heard and a lot of the things that I've heard, there are so many subliminal messages that are that almost sound oh. like, damn, we're glad that weight, we dropped a weight. Like, and I know that's, I, listen, this is going to happen this season, guys. We're going to talk about the previous, I mean, we have eight or nine years of it's hard of not shit to. to weed Even through. as much like, as I'm planting my to, flag on not bringing it up, it's you hard not have to. to 17 points is more than 16 points. I mean, if you know, you know. <laughs> you have to compare. There's a compare. It, no, you're right. Yeah. And I think that all of them, or I won't, I can't speak for all of them, but every soundbite I've heard, there's been a little bit of a subliminal like, this team's different. Yes. This team is different. We're here to win. And I think there's a point where you can be such a humble person that you don't have a fire for people to catch fire with. Ooh, and I nice. think that I that's, that's, yeah, nice, I really Michelle. think Michelle. sometimes you gotta, you know, get, drop a couple of. Yeah. You know, it doesn't have to be cuss. I'm not talking about just cussing. I'm just saying right, like, right, right. there's a fire. Don't cuss like a kid. Don't yeah, just say bad just, words you know, to say bad words. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, I think that there's a point where I'm with, I'm everyone's it. tagged onto that. I'm I'm with you. And so speaking of that, and so the, the chat room called it out real quick. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy G, uh, you know, uh, uh, dropping some language as he walks off the field. Let's ch- check in with our quarterback as, uh, as he walks off after defeating the Broncos. Go! <laughs> Yeah, man. One to know, baby. Let's go. My brother. Come on, boy, Savage. Yeah. 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 You just got to get it. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's like, I love. You can't, when you play the sound bite, it sounds like the sound, well, it is cutting in now, <laughs> but like maybe there's something wrong with it. Everybody. No, it's because they're all dropping F-bombs and they're fired up yeah. and yep. like, I just, yeah. I love that, man. And, and you know, and we're going to get exactly what the point you made, Michelle, about like, there's a different tone and speaking about the quarterback nowadays, and so let's go ahead and jump into it. First off, let's hear from him. Let's hear from Jimmy G post game uh, and, and what he had to say there in the locker room. This team found a way to win when they weren't playing their best, and that's what good teams do. How proud are you of your team? Uh, really proud. Uh, I thought a lot of guys stepped up today. Like, like you said, it wasn't pretty. It wasn't perfect by any means, but I mean, it's a division game. We know it's going to be tough, and uh, Guys just stuck with it for 60 minutes. We knew it was going to be one of those games, and it was cool. When you when they brought you out after that hit, I mean, that was just to check you, but everything was good. I'm just curious, does that just piss you? I mean, you, I've never seen that look on your face like you had. There. Yeah, I was pretty upset. Well, just because we were driving. I mean, we were off to a good start, and uh, I didn't feel like I needed to come out, but, you know, that's, that's the NFL rule, so it is what it is, I guess. What was your feeling at the end of the run that clinched the game? It was awesome. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, just everything came together. Thought uh, guys really stepped up in those big moments today. I mean, Jacoby making that huge first down for us, getting the penalty, O line block great today. It was, it was all those little things coming together. It seemed like you and Jacoby were really in sync today. Uh, how early on did, did you guys establish that? This team. Oh, there we go. Sorry, that one cut off a little bit early there. But anyways, but good to hear from from Jimmy G. I love it. Uh, you know his his ability to close out that game. I mean, we yep. won't stop harping on that. Uh, for, uh, you know, and and that's what the guys were. You know, they refer to as the, he's their dog. 
Well, like, and, I'm, and I'm glad you said that, man, because so so Mo Moten, our good, good friend, Midtown Mo, on, on the X, on Twitter, he, he mm-hmm. posted a thing and said, like, I hate that term. Because it's now so loosely thrown around, you know, everyone's a dog. Everyone, oh, yeah. yeah, but everyone's a goat now Every, too. Yeah, everyone's yeah. the goat. The Everyone's that got goats that dog. Go- yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, true. but like, Jimmy's a freaking he's a dog. dog, man. He's a dog. Like he's a mm. dog, man. Like he gets his team fired up. He's pumped up. He's willing to do what it takes to win the football game. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, what more do you want? Like, what a freaking drink of fresh water man yeah. like what a man, breath of fresh yeah. air man like this is so freaking good I, i'm i'm yeah. with you and and you know normally i'm pretty much in lockstep with mo's opinion but i'm i'm not with him on that one i'm like you know what i mean that's not an yes it's an overused term mm-hmm. but not in not this, this case point. not in yeah. this case not in, not, not in this case and if you know listen you ain't gotta believe me but let's check in and and listen to uh to max uh, to Josh Jacobs and to Devontae. I mean, when you think about the leaders of the Las Vegas Raiders, it's these three guys. Right. Right? It's Max, it's Josh, it's Devontae, and listen to their opinion about Jimmy G. So I'm going to trust their opinion a lot more than I'm going to trust mine. And he's a dog. Any quarterback that's willing to take a hit in the big moment to secure a win got my respect. You know, we see it every single day, and he's a dog. You know, he in the big moments, he stepped up. And, and goes vice versa. You know, the defense, when we need to stop, we stepped up. So, um, that's how you win football games. You know, it's got to be complimentary football. We all got to believe in the guy next to us. And, you know, like I said, Jimmy's a Jimmy's a dog. So I'm, I'm super excited for him. I'm happy he's my quarterback. Yeah, Jimmy Jimmy's a gamer, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not going to put any added extra unnecessary pressure on him. But, I mean, he's that's the type of guy that we've seen, you know, on, on different on, uh, on the other side of the, you know, conference. Or, yeah. And, um, I mean, it's, it's fun going out there playing with him. He, the way he commanded the huddle today. Just his cool, his poise. I mean, he, he threw some dots. He hit Kobe over the middle with some, some guys in his face, showing that type of toughness and, and resolve after going and, and throwing a pick in a situation where we obviously need points. Um, you know, that's what you need from one of your leaders. All right, here we go, man. So good stuff there from the guys. And, uh, yeah, I mean, the locker room is humming. Yep. The team's success on the field is showing. You know, all the things that we were hoping for so far so good, right? There you go. And uh, so it all come, uh, came together, and we won a close game. We talked about this a little bit ago that, like, you know, we were losing these games last year. We were losing these games over the past handful of years. This isn't just, you know, this last season. Um, but let's listen to uh, Devontae Adams and Max talk about winning these close games. A couple of the guys we just talked about that this type of game was the, the difference in our season last year. You know, just finishing these and, you know, they, they, they say you trash when you don't. You know, we have about nine of them or something like that. And, and didn't finish them out on the right side. And, and you know, we do, we finish these, and then they talk a lot different about you, you know, regardless of, of what it took to get there, you know, if it was ugly or not. So, at the end of the day, it's about winning, and we obviously want to win prettier than what we did today. Um, but at the, at the same time, it's complimentary football, and, you know, we got to we gotta play well together as a team to, to get it done, and we did it just good enough. You know, in the National Football League, like I said, it's not easy to win. Um, last year, we had a lot of close losses. The year before that, we had a lot of close wins. So, um, for us, you know, we have a whole new team. We've got a lot of new guys, um, and we stuck together and got a win on the road against a divisional opponents, so that's it's huge for us. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Max Crosby from the Oakland Raiders. And goes down, and Max Crosby, who forced a fumble last week. You're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Thank you so much. Just win, baby. You're listening to The Violator, and I'm live on Raider Fan Radio. Where you at, baby?
All right, I appreciate everybody that's joining us live tonight on the YouTubes at youtube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Swag Jeff, who do we got in the chat room tonight? Oh my gosh, we got uh, Paul is in there. Uh, Matthew Mangus, DJ Lenny Danger, Elon Bush, Pineapple, uh, Hoffy. Um, hey, Hoffy? Let's, uh, let's see. Uh, Wyoming Raider, uh, Michelle. Hey, uh, Ty Davis, Rogue Code, Ty? Anthony Provencio, Foxy Scorpio, Vegas Raider Pete. Uh, Just Win Wendy, Hooligan Nation. Um, let's see, Dave Falter. Um, Raider Worm, Big Worm. Big Worm Jay is Jackson. in there. Jay Jackson. Oh, I love this guy's name, Gelato Boy. Oh, I love that. Uh, I love that. That was my, name. That was my nickname in high school. Uh, <laughs> T3 Sports Guy, that's our buddy T-Hom. Uh, Super Deuce, Jason Six, Rick Raida's in there. Uh, man, we got the whole crew, bro. That's awesome. We appreciate you all so very, very much uh, for joining us here on uh, episode number 298 uh, of Raiders Fan Radio. The Raiders start off with a hot start. Uh, 1-0. All right, so we can be excited about them. Obviously, everybody in the chat room is excited about it. Joe McMillan just jumped in there. Uh, Frankie Mosqueda is in there. We appreciate you also very, very much. But, you know, listen, when you've got 2002 MVP Super Bowl starting quarterback for your Oakland Raiders, excited about the team, uh, that really... Maybe our last closer at the quarterback. Uh, oh, oh, hot take, Swag Jeff. It ain't that hot. I like it. <laughs> Let's check in with Rich and see what Rich Cannon has to say about the Raiders. I think the Raiders have to feel pretty good about what they saw from their defense. Remember, the thorn in the side of the Raiders the last couple of years has been the play of their defense. Have a difficult time getting around the quarterback and getting sacks, and they have a difficult time getting their hands on footballs and taking the ball away defensively. Overall, I thought the defense played really well. They held the Broncos to 16 points, only 260 yards of offense, did a nice job getting off the field on third down. I thought they had a lot more competitive snaps. I think it's something to build on for the Raiders heading into week two. All right, Swag Jeff, so this is interesting. So Gannon there goes on and kind of professes about how improved the defense was already. Sure. We're going to get into Baldy's breakdown on Max Crosby here in a minute. Uh Uh-huh. Clearly, Max is the that's the playmaker. That's he's the, the dom- lifeblood. Yep, the, the dominant guy on our defense. Yep. But I want to give respect to some other guys. Um, sure, do it. And there was a lot of criticism on Tyree Wilson, right? Sure. About his lack of get off. And when you look at like when you look at him and Max on the same snap, and you look and you see that Max is already across the line of scrimmage before Tyree Wilson is even coming out even of his stance. Moving, yeah. He's still a young man, first game ever, coming off an injury, didn't have any camp. And what's the number one thing that players and coaches will tell you, the hardest thing for for young players is to get acclimated to NFL speed. Even when you play in the SEC, and of course Tyree Wilson was at Texas Tech, he wasn't in the SEC, but like the point being though, it's going to take time for him to get acclimated to that speed. Now, if he doesn't, Again, not going off of one game. If we go off from multiple games, if he doesn't, then I think that there's room in there to be critical. But I don't think it's entirely fair at this point. Same thing with Jacorian Bennett. I know he gave up some plays. I know he had that big pass interference call. I love it. He played physical as hell. Yep. When you look That's at what you want, right? When you look at our corners now, with even just when you look at Nate Hobbs alone, Nate Hobbs and Jacorian Bennett, they were physical. They were all over the field, yep. man. Yep. And another guy, Trayvon Merrick got a bad rap. Except that, oh, yeah, that he's the one that stopped that third down play to keep the freaking Broncos from extending that drive. Like, I, c- I couldn't agree more. Like, I, th- I th- you know, I, I think that at times we as fans, like, we want to see 
the highlights and like, and I don't get me wrong. Like I want to see highlights too. I want to see turnovers. I want to sure. see all that stuff too, but let's not, let's not gloss over the plays that get made when they have to, again, what great players aren't always great, but they're always great when they have, when to, they be. have to be. So let's give these guys some credit for making plays when they absolutely had to. Right. And that's what led to these successes on defense. Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, you know, I mean, for, to Tyree Wilson right there, you know, he, he played 12 snaps in the preseason. He did not get a whole lot of reps. He hadn't been on a on the field for a game that counted since November. You know, I mean, give the guy a little bit. You know, I mean, you see the raw power. You see the talent there. So now we just need to craft it a little bit. And I think we're going to. But but I love that you brought up some of those other players, you know, and I, I saw a lot of people uh, on the Twitter. And maybe maybe even our good friend Mo Moten said something. Uh, one of the guys on Silver and Black today said something about the tackle. One of the guys? So uh, it's either well, Scott yeah, or yeah, Mo. Yeah, it's one of, the, one of those guys. One of those guys. <laughs> it's not Mo. It is one yeah, of those other guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's not one of the other. But uh, but, but, but they, but they kind of they called out that, like, maybe there was some poor tackling in the game. And I want to push back really hard on that because, you know, you see a guy like Nate Hobbs leads the team in tackles for the oh, day. He looks so good. He looks look so good. freaking good. Yeah. Nate Hobbs in the slot is elite, bro. Yeah. And so, I mean, he had, he had a couple of tackles for loss, but you see a guy like, you know. Your De- boy, Mickey Spillane. Mickey Spillane had a couple good stops in the backfield. Divine Diablo had a couple good Divine stops. Divine Diablo. That was Divine the other guy Diablo, I wanted to call out. Uh, yeah. Divine Diablo with a diving pass breakup right there in the red zone that forced a field goal. You love to see it. You know, and Trayvon Merrick that – had an ass game, kind of for the most part, but when it counted, when he need, when we dude, that needed, was a one on one in the open field. And that could have gone field, way wrong. An open field tackle. It was much, much respect to him. And like, and I feel like we saw that kind of all game. That like, it, we were able to stop drives from continuing because we had some open field tackles. We're like in years past, like you know, I mean, you see Trayvon Merrick come up on a running back, and you're like, oh shit, mm. here comes another twenty yards coming. Yeah. But like, he got the. Stop Stop, man. Like, so, I mean, this defense, yes, there are a lot of holes still. The linebacking core in its entirety is underwhelming. The secondary had its moments. You know, mm-hmm. even a guy like Marcus Peters, who we were so fired up about, and I'm still super fired up yeah. about him, you know, he kind of had, you know, just yeah, an average. Plays yeah, one yeah, back. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. man. But, like, I mean, this I, defense, man, like, I, I'm still kind of fired Mich- up for him. Yeah. Man. Mich- Michelle, Gladiator Raider in there says, oh. we did tackle better. But there is still room for improvement. Of course. Here's where I'm going with it, and I think where you're going with this too. They're like, this the the physicality is there, the attitude is there, the commitment clearly is there. They will get better, mm-hmm. right? It's they'll get this defense will probably improve. You know, uh, what's the word I'm like? Incrementally, mm-hmm. week to week here, yeah? yeah? Yeah, and I think it's, like, easy to kind of, like, shit on the secondary, but when there's not getting that, like, up, I feel like there could have been so much more pressure. But I know I heard you talking about um, Wilson, and but he also got pushed into a position that he wasn't. That's true. You know, That's a like, great he wasn't point. maybe true. not, like, They weren't planning the on having exactly. him going. Yeah, 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 so he's he's probably got a lot, you know, of steps to pick up, that um, clearly. But I think he's going to get there, and I think – like I said earlier, like we won and got to learn a few things in the process. Like they now know that blah, blah, blah needs to happen or he needs to do this. And, sure. and they still won the game. I do think as we go, 
it's going to get so much better. I mean, and what do they held them to three points in the second half? Like, yeah. well, and that's what Rick Raiden there says. The fourth quarter belonged to the oh, Raiders. Yeah, that's but it. Yeah, come on, the yeah. most important one, man. You know, and I want to also give respect someone that we really haven't talked about a whole lot, and maybe is you know underrated as far as you know defensive MVPs of the game, but freaking uh, Malcolm Coons. Oh, yeah, Malcolm Coons yeah, yeah, was yeah. freaking yeah. badass yeah, in that he game, had a good man. game, man. He really yeah. stepped up, you know. Went into that role just like Tyree Wilson did with the unfortunate banana shit that's happening with Chandler Jones, <laughs> yeah. you know. But like, I mean, Malcolm Kuntz got the assist mm-hmm. on that Max Crosby yeah. sack, you know. I mean, and you know, and maybe even the the Tillery sack as well because he was coming ah, around the edge yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I mean, I mean, look for fifty one, you know, to you know, <laughs> repping Will Compton, OG yeah, Will right? Compton, you yeah, know, yeah. you know, he's, you know, I'm. I'm looking for big things for him. Well, in the and it felt week. like too, like that they made those halftime, adjust, you know, like those adjustments that you expect. Because yes. I remember at the beginning of the game, because I was at my art show, but I was watching and listening, and I was just like, oh, here we go, same defense, you yeah, know, like yeah, I kind of yeah. had that feeling, that same old <laughs> sadness, and then you know came out second half and and they showed out and yeah. and did the job that needed to be done to get the win, and I think that's just gonna get better from this point absolutely absolutely and you know it's a good thing that the raiders don't retire numbers otherwise malcolm coons couldn't have <laughs> no, number 51 have yeah i know right that's that'd be we'd all just have a blank jersey because of all right. the legends that we true. got true. you know yeah but no you'd be you'd be hanging compton from the rafters oh for sure oh, oh for, thousand yeah. percent. absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah he's hanging up here in Murphy. those, those nine games in 2019 dude baller no, you know speaking I mean, of dogs absolute dog. dogs. absolute dogs <laughs> All right, actually, but uh, no, and, and we, you are a dog, Will. We love you. But um, but speaking of glue. guys that are still doing it on the field, mm-hmm. uh, Max Crosby, man. And so, <sighs> dude, I got to tell you, so I know that overall, like, there's, you know, Max, I don't want to say he disappeared because he never dis- disappears. But there was one series in particular that you're, we're going to hear Brian Baldinger go over <laughs> this series. When Scott asked me on the Silver and Black Today show who my game ball went to on defense, I picked Max Crosby of because of did. this series alone was was he the most impactful player on defense for the entirety of the game i don't know that that's questionable but in this series changed like so much of this game and when you're that good and you can take over three plays in a row man it's that was freaking awesome to watch so let's check in with baldy as he talks about max crosby nobody and i mean nobody plays the game like max crosby nobody nobody defeats blocks refuses to stay blocked tight ends can hold them they can chip them. They can bump them. Like, everybody's on the ground here, except Max Crosby. The condor refuses to go down. The condor stays up. He's always flying. He never stops coming. Like, he's relentless until the play is over. And then he'll go and roll and have some fun and go, nope, not on my dime. Not when I'm on the field. Oh, wait, maybe that was the wrong one. Oh, oh well, sorry, guys. Still a great clip. I had a different one about Max Crosby, but you know, what, you know that 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 three play series I'm talking about, Michelle. So he he creates the holding, mm-hmm. oh. right? Because he he beats the right tackle so bad right, right. that yes. there's a hold on the play. Then the next play, him and whoever else it was got in on the sack. Yep. And then the third one, he what? He flushed the guy out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what was it for an incompletion? Whatever it was, but there was like a series in there where it was like Max, 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 all three. Right. And it was like, yeah, and it, mm-hmm. and it wound up being like third and thirty four. Yeah. Or That's, something like yes, that, you know yes, what I mean? Yeah, yes. I mean, he took over that series, and that was a big, you know, big change. Because I feel like, 
I feel like the Broncos might have even been in scoring position mm. at that point. Oh, yes. You they know, were in maybe field goal. Is that what it was? Okay, they that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. And we knocked them yep. back, knocked yep. them back, and then they had to punt. Yep. Like, yeah. I mean, just a game-changing moment, you know, for him for sure. Yeah, no, and I think you you said you don't know if he was – I think Max Crosby, when he's on the field, he is always the most important because he's the one that set the bar for everybody. Like, oh, good to call. Good get call. to the level that he's at because he's so – his motor never stops. Anyone that's on the team with him – is trying to get to that point, but also the opposing team is he's here. He's in their head. Right. He yeah, knows that they're yeah, there. Yeah, so yeah. I think he's always the most important one on the field because he set that bar. Absolutely. Yep. That's a great point. Setting that example and, yeah. and his work ethic and his motor. <gasps> like the gosh, the guy does not Man. stop. He looks the <laughs> same in the fourth quarter as he does in the first. Like it's unreal. Yep. there's no change. I think to he, I think they said uh I, I saw I was watching the uh the game day post game thing that the Raiders official mm-hmm. read with uh oh. with uh, James, what James Jones and Eric Allen? And, oh yeah, and yeah, all yeah. That yeah. Stuff. Uh-huh. I was watching that, and they interviewed him post game, and uh, I think he took. I think he said he took like one playoff mm-hmm. for the yeah, entire game. He played sixty three of sixty four mm-hmm. snaps. Yeah, yeah. 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 I mean, like, unbelievable, cow, man. And yeah, like you said, was just as fast right. on play sixty four as he was on one. That's yeah, like I mean, you know, and if that catches fire and exactly. some other people on defense, I mean, because you see the offensive side. I mean, he's just contagious all around, all around. On, Every side of the ball. I mean, if you're, you know, you're hanging out with Max, I mean, he's going to want you to play harder. That's right. And, yeah, and, you know, yeah, and, yeah, and you're yeah. going to want to play harder and you're gonna for want him. Yes. Yeah. True. Yeah. yeah, yeah. True. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff there, guys. All right. So let's talk a little bit about, uh, we'll go ahead and hit a break and then let's talk a little bit about what we're going to look for in this next week. What's up, Raider Nation? Hey, it's your boy, Will Compton. Hey, Will, to just You're listening to Raider back, Fan Video so we can plug with Michelle. my boys, Merv. We'll get Swaggy We're going to get him to cut a whole new one. And Uncle no, Absolutely. Just giving respect to you. about a banger podcast. <laughs> yeah. It'd be more fun if you're listening to Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> yeah, you're listening to Michelle. Michelle, Michelle, And these two Michelle. knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah. Hi. This is AJ Cole from the Las Vegas Raiders. And you're listening to Murph, Mosh, and Swag Jeff on Raiders Fan Radio. Just win, baby. Couldn't have said it better, AJ. How about AJ with the big boomer out there, too, man? This guy's legit, man. He's a dog. Our kicking game is... Daniel Carlson, man. Our kicking game is on fire. I I love it. Our our kicking game is killer. Love it. Um, All right, so let's look. Let's let's talk a little bit about next week. Now we're not going to sit here and try to break down the game and all that. Right. As a fan, let's, let's just throw it around real quick. Okay. As a fan, in seeing what happened to Buffalo mm-hmm. uh, in, in week one, you know, like I've said this here a lot lately, if it bleeds, we can kill it. Right. Like, I think that the Raiders have a good chance to win this game. It's not going to be cold outside. Now, there, there's, a, there's a version of the Bills. Can I stop right. you right there? Please. We have a different quarterback. Cold, cold weather <laughs> games don't matter anymore. That's right. Okay. Cold weather right, games don't right, matter anymore. Enough. We got a guy that's right. been well, very successful in cold weather. All right, fair enough. But we'll but let's also say it like this though too that like Buffalo in the snow or in Oof. the cold is tough to play no yeah, matter right. who you are. So it, not even in contrasting the guy that used to play quarterback for us. Yeah. I'm just talking about in general. You don't want to play in Buffalo in December. You don't want to play in Lambeau in December. You don't want to play in Chicago in December. You want to play it. You know what I mean? Like, there's a MetLife. Like, there's a lot of places where sure. it's miserable out there on the field. Okay, and so and Buffalo might be the miserablest when it comes to freaking <laughs> right. You know yeah. what I mean? They get all that freaking lake effect snow and all that crap that they get. They get like it's lake effect, right? Or do I, they just get snow snow? 
I, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I have to, They're about to catch some elves. So, somebody in that somebody in the Shitty, chat room. Though, that's all I know. Because I know like Chicago <laughs> gets like effects snow, but I don't. But it does. Buffalo might right. They're they're on a big. It just lake. doesn't matter. Sure. It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't I don't matter. know. I'm, yeah, I'm, they're on a lake. Shout out geography. Um, <laughs> Look it up. <laughs> so, we can't tell you everything. <laughs> Shout out the globe. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah, he says, yeah, uh, Yoshi says, I get lake effects, no. Well, oh, Yoshi, are you in Buffalo? You, oh. Okay, uh, Raider Cam, who is in Buffalo, I know, okay. says, yes, we get lake effects, no, every winter off Lake Erie. Okay, okay. that's what oh, I well, thought. Well, there you okay, go. All right. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> Thank you, Raider Cam. Raider Cam was the guy that Raider sent us the picture. He sent us the pictures of when, they, when Buffalo had that snowstorm oh, last year. Yes. Oh, And it's like... 12 feet of snow or whatever that was yeah. crazy that was crazy so um uh anyways appreciate you and uh, <laughs> Corey fleck just says it snows <laughs> yeah, it does. thank you Corey. all right so all that said uh i feel pretty good about the idea that we could take take out the bills i think that yes i know that they have a good defense yes they have josh allen but clearly they can have an off night mm-hmm. and here's what i here's where i think that that we're going to be able to win win this game i'm hoping and this is my fan theory, the Raiders are going to have a theme to this season in that we're not going to make a ton of mistakes. Are we going to go out there and light up scoreboards and pass for 500 yards and four touchdowns and all that? Are we going to have that kind of an offense? I don't think so. But I think that if we can play mistake-free enough, and we played with a lot of mistakes on defense this last week. We heard Josh McDaniels talk about the, you know, shout-out freaking Luke Masterson on the on the punt coverage there. That was a little rough, right? Like so, you know, Marcus Peters, I think that was a little bit bad on that on that holding. It was a defensive holding or pass interference that he got whatever illegal when, contact because illegal he contact was, yeah, because, yeah, when Russ, Russs was, was running out of the pocket. Out of the pocket. The pocket. Yeah. It shouldn't count. But anyways, like there are there are plays defensively that, that we would have wanted back. But it's, again, it's week 1. I think that if we can play mistake free enough, we're going to be annoying as hell to mm-hmm. teams this year. And I, what I mean by that is that we're going to do enough offensively to keep up and we're going to not make a lot of mistakes to put you in a position to take advantage of, of us. And that's what we've done a lot in the past is that the timeliness of errors was the worst. It couldn't have been worse. You know what I mean? Driving for a game winning or, or, or tying score or to even get it back within three or whatever. And that's when we'd have an interception mm-hmm. or, you know, they've got the ball in their own territory it's third and 20, and we give up a 40-yard freaking pass interference. Sure. The Raiders have made a lot of dopey-ass mistakes like that. They've put teams in positions to win the game against us. I don't think that's going to be a hallmark of this Raiders football team. So, frankly, I don't care how good you are, Buffalo Bills in this mm-hmm. case, we're going to be enough to hang around. And if we've got now closers, now we can hang around and win. And so I think that there's a world where this Raiders team is going to win these close games. And again, to go back to the idea, Buffalo's beatable. We yes. know that the freaking Chiefs are beatable. Yep. Like, these are the these are three of the, the, of the 17 on our schedule. I'm telling you, and we will be the talk of the NFL. Yes, I know a lot of it in the narrative will be, well, what's wrong with the Buffalo Bills? All oh, right. Right, if we go in there and beat them. But there also will be a lot of, oh, oh, Watch out. Here the, come the Raiders. Here yeah. come the goddamn Raiders, yeah. right? So throw it on to you two guys, and then I've got a couple of things we're going to watch out for this week. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, Michelle, you go first. Yeah, so after watching that game, I thought, I mean, I thought the same thing. Like, we can win this game. I think Josh Jacobs has a big game yeah. I, I, yeah. on Sunday. Like, I really think that's going to be, like, the teeter that gets us to where we sure. need to be. Like, But, yeah, I uh, Josh Allen, he's good for a couple of turnovers. Like, you get some pressure on him, get it in his head, and Max Crosby's going to do that. Like, yeah. Bam. Yeah, I love that you brought up Josh there because I mean that 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 defense that rushing defense yeah. is suspect it's over there sus. on Buffalo, yeah. you know for sure. But you know, I mean, I, I love yeah. The, the kids do <laughs> the kids do say they that. Do say um, but you know, I think I think this season, you know, I mean, I don't know what our record was because it just doesn't matter because it was last year. Uh, how, what was our record in one possession games last year? Mm. I mean, it was not was pretty. Ugly. Maybe like one and. One six or one and seven or something like that. It wasn't good. And I think this is going to be another close one. Mm -hmm. You know, kind of like what you said, the offense is going to, we're going to play pretty mistake free football on the offensive, uh, offensive side of the ball. And, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, we're going to get that turnover or two that we need to, you know, make this kind of a shootout kind of game. So I could see a 27-24 kind of game, a win for the Raiders. But, you know, I I think we're going to see, and I think it's going to become a trend during this season, that those games last year, we could have had 10 or 11 wins last year if we won those one-possession games. We're going to see that start trending the Raider way coming this year. And I think, I think another one starts here in week two with Buffalo. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. And you know, and if Buffalo is considered one of the best teams in the AFC or even the NFL, and we go out there and give them a game, because I think that like Michelle, don't you feel like as a, as a Raider fan, right? With this track record we've had since yeah. the last time we were in the Super Bowl, I feel like when we come out of the gate, beat a division opponent, this would be the game that we're all going. All right, here we go. Raiders. We're onto something. And then give up 40 to Buffalo. Yes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't feel like we're going that way this year. Mm -mm. No, I think the tide... God, no, get my clown nose. Like, I really do feel like the tide is is turned. And everyone sounds different. Everyone sounds like... And I know we've just played one game. But, like, everyone sounds like they believe that they have what it takes to win games and to finish games and to close out games everyone sounds like they really have bought into that. And I think that's going to be the key to the way the next, you know, few weeks go. I think that's going to be the key. Absolutely. Absolutely. Good stuff there. All right. So uh, what are we going to look for here? All right. So we've got, I got a couple of things for you to look, to watch out for this weekend. Uh, Devontae Adams with, with 10 uh, or more receptions on Sunday Adams could own 22 career games with 10-plus receptions, tying Andre Johnson uh, for the second-most games with 10-plus receptions in NFL history. Wow. Mm. With two-plus touchdowns, Adams will have 22 career games with multiple receiving touchdowns, the most of such games since 2014. It would also tie Art Powell for the seventh-most games in NFL history. Wow. So good stuff there from Devontae. So there's a lot on the line for Devontae. Uh, All right, that's the offensive side. Let's go to the defensive side. Okay. Max. Max. With two or uh, sacks or more, Max Crosby will notch his ninth career game with two or more sacks, tied for fourth most two-sack games in the NFL since 2019 and tied for the fifth most two-sack games in franchise history with who? Khalil Mack. Right. Yeah, with nine. With one and a half sacks, Crosby will reach 40. 40 sacks. Yes. In just 68 career games, just the fifth player in NFL history to accomplish that feat with the Raiders. 
the first since Cleo Mack since 20, uh, Cleo Mack in 2014, 2017. Mm-hmm. So good stuff there. So a lot yeah. on the line for both of those yeah. are, are two studs on offensive, defensive side of the ball. Now let's go to special teams. Okay. Let's go to DC two. With one made field goal in Sunday's game, Daniel Carlson will become just the fourth kicker in NFL history to make 145 field goals in their first 80 games. With seven points, Carlson would reach over 600 career points with the Raiders, one of only six players in franchise history to reach 600 career points with the Raiders. Wow. Okay. A lot going on. Not going on. All right, I got one more for you. Okay. All right, and then let's hit and let's get to the sea of fans because more of you and less of us is a good thing. All right, next. Uh, so this is this is more for like uh, okay. So there's your prognosis for Sunday. What's the prognosis for the rest of 2023? Here's the kind of stuff we got on the line. Here's what we're gonna be looking for. Obviously, we want to look for wins first and foremost. Sure. sure. When it comes to our favorite players, here's some fun stuff to look for. Devontae Adams needs 14 touchdowns to surpass Raiders alumnus Tim Brown in career receiving touchdowns and rank ninth on the NFL's all-time receiving touchdowns list. Wow. Wow. Kicker Daniel Carlson, as I mentioned, needs seven points to reach 600 career points uh, and become one of only six players in franchise history to reach it. Max Crosby needs 10 and a half sacks, which matches his rookie year total, Mm. in 2023 to reach 49 through his first five seasons in the NFL. That would be the most by a Raiders defender through the first five seasons. Oh, wow. Taking over Greg Townsend, who we know that he's gunning for. Right. Crosby also needs a half a sack to pass Derek Burgess, uh, 38 and a half for seventh most sacks in Raiders history. Josh Jacobs needs five rushing yards Mm. to surpass Napoleon Kaufman and move into fourth in franchise history and career rushing yards. Damn. Josh Jacobs needs eight rushing touchdowns to surpass who? The rooster. Ah, Pete Banizak. Pete Banizak. If the, <laughs> you remember this, Michelle? Yeah, you do. Oh, is it the the yard? Give uh, it yeah, if, if you needed if, if you needed a yard, he'd get you what? He'd get you a yard. yard. If you needed three yards, he'd get you what? Yeah, he'd a get yard. you a yard. He'd get you a yard. <laughs> <laughs> Passes eight touchdowns that. to pass Pete Banizak and moving to second in franchise history and career rushing touchdowns. Damn. With a hundred plus yards rushing, Jacobs would notch his sixteenth career. 100-yard performance, which would surpass Clem Daniels for the second most games in franchise history. Damn. And the last one I'll give you is this. Wide receiver Hunter Renfro needs 976 receiving yards in 14 games or less in 2023 to surpass Swervin Mervin Fernandez at 3,604 for the most receiving yards by a Raiders receiver in their first 70 games. That's pretty cool, man. I know yeah. cool. I know the NFL has more games now. I know that offenses are wide open and the rules are different and all that. But when you look at this current version of the Las Vegas Raiders and they have the ability to take their place amongst the greatest of all time in our, right. in our franchise history, that's pretty freaking cool stuff. Yeah, man. and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if guys like Devontae or Hunter or and, and I they don't, don't know, care. They yeah. don't care. Max Crosby does. Yeah. Max Crosby has come out on multiple times. I want to lead the Raiders in sacks. He knows that Greg Townsend has 107 and a half. He knows that number, and he's gunning for it, and he's going to get it. Well, because I think that, like, Michelle, like, when you look at a guy like Max Crosby, right, like, Mm -hmm. if he's getting sacks, he's not taking away sacks from somebody else. Right. Where if, 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 you know, Devontae came out and said, I want to have... 
X amount of yards and X amount of catches and whatever. Well, they're taking away targets from another player. Right, right, right. So it's more of a selfish statement versus like Max, who's like, I, yeah, I, I want to get mine in. I hope he gets his too. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like you can share in that stuff yeah. versus receptions, which is kind of like one guy or another, right? Yeah, and I think too, like you said, like Devontae and Hunter maybe aren't thinking about those, but I think Devontae... He grew up a Raiders fan. That's true. So that is true. Himself, too. I, uh, maybe right. like behind history, it's probably back there. He it's won't come out and say it, but he's thinking it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Man, that'd be badass to cement myself Brown. in that. Yeah, in that mystique of the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. I think it's probably back. That's probably not like first on the list, but. It's in there. Yeah. It's in there. And he's cognizant enough to know that he can't come out and say that kind of stuff. Exactly. Right? Yeah. But, right, but right, yeah. yeah, but I'm with you. That's yeah. that's a great point. Yeah. That's a great call out. All right, Swag Jeff, let's go ahead and hit a break and uh, go to the Sea of Fans. There he is, fading, looking, looking, looking. He's under the gun. His body throws. It is. All right, Raider Nation, as we always say, more of you and less of us is a good thing. So this is where we check in with you in what we call the Sea of Fans mailbag. Uh, you can contact us a multitude of ways. You can be live in the chat room like so many of our good friends tonight at YouTube.com slash Raiders Fan Radio. Corey Fleck is in there. Tony Shefford. Uh, Paul Edgerton is in there. Wyoming Raider is in there. Gladiator Raider. Mr. OG Raider. Jay Jackson. Uh, T3 Sports Guy. That's our buddy T-Hom. Uh, let's see, Road Code is in there, Rob Raider is in there, Mr. OG Raider, Hoffy, Rick Raider, Trinidad, what's up, Trin? Uh, Corey Fleck is in there, shout out 51, Corey Fleck. Uh, let's see, uh, who am I missing there? Gladiator Raider is in there. Uh, thank you so much, you guys. Thank you, Yoshi. I appreciate everybody joining us live. And appreciate everybody that's got their name in green. Uh, that's uh, the, all the folks that are that that have green. Uh, you are members of the Raiders Fan Radio um, channel. Uh, only costs you five bucks a month, and you can not only get all those cool emojis and the badges and all that stuff, but as Michelle's holding up here, um, you can get that cool uh, card print there. And so, just send Michelle an email. That's Michelle at RaidersFanRadio.com. And we have a, uh, one of our first callers actually brings that up about that he was trying to emailing you, oh. but he was emailing the wrong address. So oh, okay. I'm gonna pl- I'm gonna play his 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 call there uh, so we can clarify for everybody. But yeah, it's um it's RaidersFanRadio.com. And so you'll get that card print, uh, and then you get all the cool stuff in here and so we appreciate you guys and it's again that five bucks a month 100 percent of it goes to the foundation and uh and, and we give it all to raiders related charities so and, and real quick please. i sent out the first batch that i made okay. i have to make another batch but i put that on hold for this week because i had to make art for so a show yeah, I've yeah, got yeah, coming yeah. Up. but i will get back monday morning and to do a bunch of them to send out but i did send out the first batch i there's a lot of uh, addresses that I don't have. So if you have not, and I'll go through to the ones that I have sent, and I will let you know that I sent out your um, your print. But I have a lot that I still don't have, if there's as many as there are, because I think okay. I only sent like 15 or something. Oh, I know we, we have, have like more 40. than that. That's what I was thinking. Like 40 so members there now. are a lot of addresses. But um, to, at some soon, I will let you know if I've sent yours out. 
Absolutely. Yeah. So we again, we're only going to do a hundred. Ron, of these. yours is on the way. I see. He said he sent. I I know I sent Ron's, um, but I will let everybody know that I've sent theirs if it's okay. already gone out. So yeah, we're only going to do a hundred of those, yeah. and they're numbered and uh, each individual. And uh, so yeah, that's what it, what you get when you become a member. Member, cabrón. <laughs> member, you member, member. You don't member. You member. Member. Said you cried a lot. I thought you remember. <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. So you can become a member. And or Mr. You... OG Raider asks if you can gift memberships. Oh. So uh, I don't think you I can. Don't think we you can. You may have to just yeah. coordinate offline on that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so you can contact us a multitude of ways, as I mentioned, either live in the chat. You can call the show at 909-345-3346. That's 909-345-3346. And uh, we, will, uh, we will feature those voicemails in a minute. Um, but before we get to those, uh, we're going to go over the emails this week. And that goes to show, that is S-H-O-W. As in one and oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and so that is S-H-O-W at RaidersFanRadio.com. And if we feature your emails an indefinite amount of times or your voicemails a three times, we will refer to you as a made man or a made woman. And, uh, you know, speaking of, of, of kind of made men and made women. Yeah. The city pops and pops. It looks like a big one, maybe the biggest this town has ever seen. I saw somebody put up a gif of that yeah. of, of Ray Liotta in, in Goodfellas when he's slapping the shower. I love it. And he's going, Jimmy! And I'm just movies. like, oh, it's so good. I it's love so it. freaking good. Anyways, without further ado, Michelle, who do we got tonight for the emails? All right, we got Raider Lorian first. Hope Myers is okay. Putting his body on the line, his sacrifice won't go unnoticed. A win is a win. We're still the daddy's mommies of the donkeys for another day. game. There we are. Victory Monday. Thank you all for what you do. Much love to you and your families. Raider Lorian 93. Nice. Aww. Who's your daddy or your mommy? Victory! Thank you, Raider Lorian. Well, awesome. yeah. All right. We got DJ Lenny Danger next. Blessings, Murph, Swag, Michelle, and the RFR family. Thank you, Lenny. Uh, yes. After watching week one of our Raiders performance, I can say for myself that it was less than desirable. I'm not going too deep into breakdowns, but needless to say, there was a lot of done mistakes made on both sides of the ball. If we go into Buffalo playing even remotely close to how they played the donkeys, shaking my head, we're going to be slapped around like a cat does the mice. If we clean up the penalties on both sides of the ball and our defense pursuits better, I believe we'll make the game interesting. I am, however, impressed by the fighting spirit we showed out there. We played to win, and that we did. Not like McDaniel's philosophy last season of playing not to lose. My positive notes. Jimmy looked good out there. Even made some plays with his feet. Mind blown. Who would have thought? Best of all, he came through at a very pivotal moment for us to close out the game. JJ looked good considering he missed training camp. Let's not mention that O-line couldn't open a bag of chips. Never mind a <laughs> hole for him to get through. Max, not too much to say. He's a dog and balled out. I wish I had one-fourth of his energy. Dude, same. Right, right. And Hobbs, he did well. We could have done without the pass interference, though. In conclusion, if we fail to clean things up, I we're in for another long, disappointing season. This game was sloppier than my first kiss. <laughs> 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 this is DJ Lenny Danger, and I am out, out. 
Raiders. Woohoo! Woohoo! Chocolate Avenger. Yeah, that was too. It was sloppy, but it was a win. We'll take it. W's or W's. That's right. All right. I got Matthew Mangus. Hello, RFR family. The Raiders are 1 0 after a very hard fought win against the Denver Donkeys. Yeah, we are. Props have to go to Coach McDaniels. This is a game that last year we would have lost, but we didn't. And Coach deserves credit for having the boys ready. Now it's on to Buffalo, a team that doesn't want to go 0-2. We need to be cleaner on defense with no stupid holding or pass interference calls that extend drives. And on special teams, we can't have a roughing the kicker that gives them a new set of downs. Ugh. Ugh. Well, that one. Oof, that was, that was tough. Come on, Luke. Expect our DBs to be tested with digs moving around. But Allen is known to get careless with the ball, so it's up to our defensive line to get pressure and force Allen into mistakes. Or says he's fat! <laughs> As for our offense, we need to protect Jimmy and give him time to find weapons, and hopefully there will be no more turnovers in the end zone. I predicted a loss, but when the Raiders win, I will fly to Henderson, Nevada, and personally apologize to Coach McDaniels. Here to hopefully another victory Monday. Yours truly, Matthew Mangus, proud made man, two-time Gemini man winner. Nice. Nice job, Matthew. You better book your ticket, Matthew. Yeah, I was going to say, ticket, those man. Mendes boys have been all over Josh yeah, McDaniels this offseason, man. Have. Yeah. You better go on and book that ticket uh-huh. to apologize because we're winning Sunday. Okay. All right. This is just win, Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Wendy. Murph, Swag Jeff, Uncle Mosh, Michelle, my bell. Oh. A little Raider. I mean, little Beatles, little Beatles reference, reference there. there. Dig it. Yeah. Hi there, Raiders fans and trolls. Just got, home from, home. <laughs> just got my home from my week in Colorado, visited a family who lived near Boulder, and Saturday night drove down to the 5280 bar for a party with the Denver chapter of the Black Hole. Reminded me of an Oakland Ricky's club crowd, 150-plus loud, rowdy, wonderful Raider family people, great DJ, music, dancing, and I made a bunch of new Raider Nation friends. My Vegas tailgate friends finally showed up late. Also found Brian... Alan Autumn Wind gave him my five game predictions. One, Broncos score zero points. Two, Russell gets sacked twice. Three, Jimmy G throws two touchdowns. Four, Raiders defense gets two turnovers. Five, Raiders win. Sunday morning, we got to the stadium early, found Denver Black Hole tailgaters in Sealot. Huge group of our Raiders fan family, food, drinks, and loud music. Let's go. And yeah. <laughs> and also met up with 10 of my B Lot Vegas tailgate friends. Then I turned around, and the six new friends I made last night were there, too. In a stadium parking lot with thousands of peeps, it's truly good karma that I always find my friends. I always find Murph when he's there. Absolutely. Saying saying all this to show, I was brimming over with screaming silver and black Raider energy before the game. Okay, yeah, the game. Well, turned out our seats up in the Rocky Mountain High 500 section were just one row below Steampunk Raider from Vegas. But no other Raiders fans around, so the three of us were sitting in a sea of Agent Orange. But I'm not shy and had no problem jumping up and down screaming when Peyton's slick onside kick failed. Oh, yeah, that was Oh, fun. that was, that was <laughs> He's so arrogant, what a, man. What a oh, bitch. bitch, yeah. man. Literally. <laughs> literally. Mm. First and, fat. <laughs> and he's a bitch. First and second quarters were a roller coaster of Jimmy G ups and downs, showing the signs of a lack of practice and game snaps with pass catchers until he found Myers and Tay for a few beautiful plays. He seemed to forget there were others on the field, tight ends and HR 13. Defense looked a bit shell-shocked for a few plays and then started to gang up and work together by the second quarter. Then the penalty bug hit. Those thousands of orange people yelled at every offensive snap, which I wish the Vegas fans would do. And they were giving me a headache. 
By halftime, I was not feeling very positive anymore, and third quarter started, I was feeling like I was swimming in angry Agent Orange Soda. <laughs> you know what? Can I, I just jump in real, real fast? You know what the most annoying thing about watching the Raiders play the Broncos? Oh, What's wow. that? That stupid, incomplete, <laughs> that they play? Do that they do lame. that? That's oh, lame, it's, yeah. Yes. Now, now that I've said that, it will annoy the shit out of you and anybody oh, else no. that never realized that. Yeah, every time the opposing team throws an incomplete pass, they all collectively go incomplete. And they play a sound bite. It goes, wah, 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 wah. Oh, that's embarrassing. It's, it's so dumb. That it's the corniest, dumb. bullshittiest, dumb, lame ass thing. You can't play that shit if you've, you know, finished last in the AFC. Yeah, league. right? You can't do yeah, that. Yeah. You haven't yeah. earned the it's right so to do stupid. that stupid shit. Yeah. <laughs> Peyton ain't in the building anymore. John Elway's not in the building yeah. anymore. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you're going to make fun of the other team's quarterback and completion percentage yeah. when your own sucks ass? Get right. out of here with that shit. Mr. Unlimited. Oh, my gosh. That's Sorry, bad. I didn't mean to derail that, no, no, but that good, just, I'm sure Wendy, like, was getting yeah, you know, chorused by that, and it's bad. so dumb. <laughs> then the defense showed up. Spillane had been hit hard in the first half, and Hobbs was everywhere. Defense seemed to have figured out how to do pressure. Oops, I forgot. I don't need to give you game analysis. You all have watched the game two or three times by now. <laughs> so to continue on my experience at Mile High, which became orange slush with the rain by the fourth quarter, I was bent over watching each play intently and screaming for our D and was giving many ugly orange beer breath scowls. <laughs> so proud that the D didn't allow more than three points in the second half. They looked like they were really playing as a cohesive unit in the fourth quarter. Hobbs, Spillane, Peters, and others all playing at Max's intensity level. And watching Jimmy G lead the offense in the fourth quarter, I felt more confident that we could win. And by the time they took the victory formation, I was jumping up and down yelling, and most of the orange slushies were grumbling, yeah, we still suck, and stumbling down the stairs to leave early. Oh. Turns out I got three out of five of my predictions right, but no interceptions. This is way too long. I'll go back and edit. <laughs> I was so happy we beat the orange clownfish donkeys because I truly hate them. However, note to self, I do hate the Chiefs more. Same. Okay, on to Buffalo and the table-smashing Blue Bills. I think the Bills are really angry they lost Monday and will be out to whip and smash Raiders' asses. But regardless, Jimmy G can and does win in hostile environments, and I will give us the edge to beat the Bills. Hunter R. and tight ends Mayer and Hooper will all get a pass or two, and Jimmy... We'll throw at least five different pass catchers. Nice. D will get yeah. D will get one or two interceptions from Josh Allen, wild hero throws, and two sacks when he runs away from Max into his own players. Jimmy will have three, yes, three passing touchdowns. Oh, I like it. I take. I love like it. that. So everyone have a great victory week. I love all of you out there in Raider Fan Radio Land. Hi. Don't know why I forgot to mention my favorite running back. Number eight, Josh Jacobs. I thought Josh definitely did not act like his usual twitchy, shifty, elusive self, but he was determined to play and got much more confident and pushy by the fourth quarter, making those extra one or two yards after getting hit. I'm sure he's going to be up to his old self by next week. Thanks. See you on the radio. Just win, Wendy. Yeah, Wendy, nice job. Good stuff, Wendy. So before that segment, I mentioned that if you email the show an indefinite amount of times, uh, you can become a made man or a made woman. And so you know what? It's been long enough. We need it's to put Wendy yeah. on the list. Welcome to the crew. Welcome Yay. to the table. Just when Wendy, you are the newest made woman. This made woman is loyal, blustering in our fan mail. Mess with her, I would deter. She'll kick you right in your tail. 
Her face is always game ready, painted in silver and black. She is loyal to the Raider Nation. She always has our back. She cheers as she storms our podcast, a fan no prouder or bold. And here on Raiders Fan Radio, her fandom is as valued as gold. This made woman is a Raider, a fierce and loyal fan. She's out here yelling and clearly telling she can kick ass as good as a man. All right, there we go. Give it up for Wendy. That's awesome. Wendy, welcome. Welcome to the table, Wendy. We need more made women. We're getting yes. I love but it. The roster's getting yeah, a little deep it is. now. I like it. it. I love it. it. I love it. Good stuff there. So appreciate you all very, very much. All right, next up, we've got, uh, do I have Daniel Mangus? Do. I do. Yeah, you okay, do. all right. All right, so let's see if we can get it. I'm good. You good? Okay. Yep. All right, so. <laughs> Right to the <laughs> a little behind the Sorry. scenes area. Uh, all right. Good evening, RFR crew. Damn, it feels good to be a Raider. Uh, the boys sit uh, sit at. There we go. Sorry. The boys sit at good, one. And, good start on your reading one, there, Murph. Geez. Give it back today, Junior. Michelle said, "Give it back." Here, you read it. I'm gonna go pee. Yeah, you do. Here, since you're tag. There you go. Oh, oh, that was the one that you took from her. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, give me that one back. <laughs> Jackass. But I got to hear you read it. I, okay. All right. So small. Okay. All right. <laughs> Daniel Mangus. Good evening, RFR crew. Damn, it feels good to be a Raider. <laughs> yeah, it does. The boys oh, sit. Job, <laughs> <laughs> the boys sit. One and zero atop the AFC West. How does last, last, last place taste, KC? Yeah, what a win by the Raiders versus the Broncos. We have a lot to fix, but always feel better to fix problems after a dub. Now, who's up next? The Buffalo Bills. The Bills are no joke, and the Raiders must do three things to walk out of Buffalo two and zero. Number one, protect the football. The Raiders must play mistake-free football with zero turnovers. Number two, put Josh Allen on his ass. The Raiders' D-line must come ready to play, plug up the run, and bring Allen to his knees with pressure and sacks. Number three, force turnovers and turn those turnovers into sev- in seven. Josh has been known to force the ball into tight windows and play hero ball. The Raiders must capitalize on this and force turnovers, then turn those turnovers into seven points and bury them in their mistakes. I know in my season predictions I had us losing this game, but the Raiders can win if the play if they play clean game and if given the chance, bury the Bills in their mistakes. That's a lot from this twin. Yours truly, Daniel Mangus, Proud Made Man, 2023 Gemini Man winner, 2022 Saltiest Loser winner, Die Hard Raiders fan. Hey! Yeah. Nice job, nice job. Good job, Daniel. Great job. What is up, RFR fam? Hooligan Nation here once again. I mean, really. What's there other to say than just one baby? Raiders! Thank you, God. Victory! All right, good job there. There you go, Hooligan Nation. I want that song to play. Every time you play that clip, I'm like... I know, right? I know, right? I'll I'll be surprised if Sony doesn't chase us down (laughs) for that one, too. I know, right? right? Yeah. All right. Oh, you got another one. I do, I do. Oh, good job, uh, Jeff. Greetings and salutations, Murph, 
the formerly big Swago, looking great, oh. son. Oh. And, he says he's fat. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> big Swago. <laughs> <laughs> the formerly <laughs> big Swago. Or says he's fat. <laughs> looking great, son. And, that ain't true. That's not never true. Recover. <laughs> and the lovely. Lovely Michelle effing sweat and the millions and millions of made men and women around the globe. <laughs> Heavy lies the crown. <laughs> it is so good to be back on top of the AFC oh, West. I'm just gonna have fun over here with the bio. Yeah. I love when you guys do emails because I can just play with the buttons. Uh, yeah, well, I thought you were gonna. Heavy lies the crown. Or says he's fat. <laughs> it is so good to be back on top. I don't believe you. Of the AFC West <laughs> and the AFC, held the entire freaking lead uh, league. Seven, seventeen. <laughs> Scared the shit out of me, bro. <laughs> seventeen and zero until mathematically eliminated. Uh, I have the donkey for- friends. I, okay, you got to stop that. I like Peter Brady. Yeah, I'm distracting got myself. Uh, I have a few donkey friends I keep close for dog kicking purposes, Same. and uh, just to know it could be worse feelings. You know, you would not believe the chatter of this lucky win. Lucky how? Lucky we played not that good, but the Elway Log team played worse? That's football, baby. You find a way to win even though you're not at your best. See me at work hungover. I kill it. <laughs> that is what winners do. Lovers make excuses. It's week one. It's going to be a long season. I would like to see the Doinks win a few games and knock at Caleb Williams and turn his career. But Hill at the last week. Bye, Felicia. Uh, I was worried about playing an East Coast game in Buffalo, but now Josh Allen is playing like he's in Wyoming again. I hope he turns it around in week three or four. He's my fantasy quarterback. But he didn't even lose to Rodgers. He lost to mother effing freaking Zach Wilson. And now he's going to lose to Pornhub.com's number one fan, Just Win Jimmy. And my friends, Jimmy is winning. Wow. On, a, on a side note, I should wrap up any car issues. The Saints have a super easy schedule. Oh, my god! They don't even face a top 10 quarterback all year. Yep. Car should have a great season. Then I've kept an eye on the game on the fifth TV in the bar. I came to the inevitable conclusion. Derek Carr is trash ass booty trash. <laughs> oh my God. The Titans literally <laughs> left the middle of the field wide open. Not a defensive tackle, not a linebacker or a safety. They stacked three on top of That's each hilarious. tackle and pushed the secondary to the sidelines like it was the two minute drill. Carr did not step up into the pocket once and made Arden Key look like an effing pro oh bowl player. Oh, my gosh, true. Uh, even, even the one touchdown pass he threw was on the sideline, and a receiver just happened to get past the coverage. Now that I'm done talking about that guy <laughs> and his whiny family, um, just goes to show you the football can be like a bad relationship. You don't see how trash they are mm. until they leave. You will try to make excuses just to prove that you are not wrong. Is it better to be right or to do right? The donkeys will be saying this about Russ in due time. Mm. Just win, baby. Stacy Rough Raider, proud made man, longtime listener. P.S. Swag Jeff, I don't call you son because you're mine. I call you son because you shine. <laughs> just, just keep shining. Keep up the good work, fam. Stacy Rough Raider. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Oh. Much respect, Stacy. 
Oh, well, just Let's split a bottle of Jameson stadium. Oh, my gosh. Hey, I don't, it's too late. It's gone. Swag, the Jameson's gone. Swag Jeff, shout out your former self. <laughs> Much respect fat. to fat uh, swaggo. The week. You look like melted ice cream. Oh, I can actually hear you getting fatter. Santi's fat. Who's fat? Too big, fat. Big, big fat. Fatty. fatty. <laughs> Warming Raiders says that sizzler worthy. Oh, it I absolutely mean, is. I mean, Stacy Ruff, man, you brought the heat on that one, brother. That was great. Trash yeah. ass yeah, was... booty trash. I <laughs> trash will be using that. Yeah. Yep. For sure. Oh, yep. my gosh. Too funny. Yep. All right. That's our show. What do we got to close this thing out? Okay. Whew, I'm going to really try. Here. This is Paul. Hey, Paul. <laughs> Evening, everybody. I hope. It's going to be hard to get through yeah, the rest of this. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. Okay. Okay. Let's, let's get go. it together. Let's get it together. Right. Okay. Evening, everybody. I hope you're all well. This week's email Not yet, but is... we're getting there. <laughs> we're getting there. <laughs> this week's email is only available to fans whose teams are top of their division. This sweet taste of oh, victory nice. never gets old, does it? Seeing those sad-looking inbred donkey faces <laughs> gave me a warm feeling inside. <laughs> and by my very weak math, we're only about 12 wins away from the divisional title already. Oh, uh, nice. Mm-hmm. We're on track. To all the haters out there, that last comment was an attempted humor, so shut up already. <laughs> there can be no doubt that there was a good and bad on Sunday, but it can happen. First game of the season, so let's not get carried away. I don't think any of us expected perfection from the guys, but it's fair to say we didn't expect to see the basic errors that were made either. Stupid penalties, weak tackling by some, and soft coverage at times in the middle of the field. Ultimately thought it was about getting the win, and that's what we did. Oh, ultimately, though, it was about getting the win, and that's what we did. I believe if we don't make the basic errors, we go on to win the game by a bigger margin. We will get better as the season goes on, but we have to find a way of putting more pressure on the quarterback. We're leaving ourselves too exposed in the middle of the field, and we'll be punished heavily by the better teams. Tyree clearly needs time, and with Chandler Jones going all Fruit Loop and turning into AB 2.0, we can't rely on depth players to see us through. And that's pretty much all we have out there at the minute. Please do something sooner rather than later. Of all the ways to seal a win, I'd have loved to have seen something spectacular like a return for a touchdown, a bomb to Tay, or a Seattle-style breakaway from JJ. Who'd have thought it would end up being Jimmy G run for eight yards to the left sideline for a first down? (laughs) The relief when he got there was incredible. Shout out to Josh Jacobs for the lead block on their number 49 to create the space and him going down out of bounds. That was absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. My MVPs on the day were in no particular order. Nate Hobbs, Malcolm Kuntz, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jacoby Myers, Jacorian Bennett, and of course, Max Crosby. Villains on the day were the officials who decided not to eject Kareem Jackson Jeez, after his hit on Jacoby bro. Myers. Yeah. He should have been gone on the spot, yeah, man. Yeah. That was weak. And choose to have a quiet word with Randy Gregory three times for constantly using his oh, mouth. Oh, yeah. We even talk about that. Yeah. All that shit he was talking, and then yep. he, got, he pitched a shutout. He got yep. nothing. Bitch. For constantly using his <laughs> mouth, but couldn't wait to get the laundry out for taunting on Jacoby Myers following his touchdown. I have one other hero to mention. During a break in play, the camera was showing the crowd, and they were, do- they were doing some weird donkey rope lasso carrying the community dance, and there was one Raiderette mocking them and giving them shit with both barrels. God bless her. Yeah, God bless, I didn't see yeah. that. I didn't God see it. Her. I didn't catch that either. On to the bills it is then, which might be a little trickier to negotiate, especially after Monday night. We have to set the tempo, run the ball, and don't give Josh Allen time to throw. 
He's low on confidence outside of the pocket at the minute, so blitz his ass, coach. Finally, some of you may have thought I was... Finally! <laughs> finally! 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 Big swag. No, I'm just kidding. Or <laughs> says he's fat! Finally, retrospect to formerly big swaggo. Jeez, Jeff. I can't. I hope I don't gain it back. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Finally. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. I'm derailing. No, it's me. (laughs) Some of you may have thought I was overly harsh in last week's email about the stupid ass bitch on the white horse. (laughs) Nice. I'd like to apologize for any offense caused and make it clear that I have nothing against the horse. (laughs) 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 I love you. I love you, Paul. I love you. Oh, Over shit. to you, That's Houston Raiders. That's so good. Yeah, That's I funny. love it. I love it. Uh, Over <laughs> to you, Houston Raiders. Disrespect horses. <laughs> respect horses. Yeah, much respect to the horses. That's it's so not their funny. fault. They don't Damn get to choose. Paul. They don't get to choose. Over to you, Houston Raiders. Steve, stay safe. RFR family, love you, Raider Nation. His lordship, the royal scribe, Paul Edgerton, Shropshire, Mississippi. Polly Award winner 2019 and 2022. Foggy Glasses Award winner 2020. BRT Sizzler Scorekeeper. Proud Made Man. Five time, five time, five time, times two, plus one, plus one. Winner of the Raiders Fan Radio BRT Sizzler. Damn you, Paul. That was epic, dude. Epic, dude. Paul. 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 Your name Paul. Hello. Paul. Hello. Paul. Paul. I met him with Paul. Who? Paul. Paul. Yes, Paul. Paul's not here. Hey, Paul. Paul. Uh, hi. I'm Paul. All right, Paul. We appreciate you so very, very much and the epic emails as always, my friend. And uh, if you want to be like Paul, uh, you can email the show. And who doesn't want to be like Paul? Who wouldn't want to be like Paul? That's right. Absolutely. You can email the show at show at RaidersFanRadio.com. All right, next up, let's see. Uh, And I'm going to apologize real quick here. So uh, Lalo... And Mr. Los Angeles, uh, he's he. They sent an email and with with some sound stuff on it, and I apologize. I'm unable to pull it up. We will definitely get it in for this next week, and I apologize, guys. It, it got lost in my email there, and by the time I found it, and I'm just not able to play it here on the show. But we will get to you guys, I promise. So uh, I, I I do uh, I am sorry for that. Um, all right. Next up, let's so we've got Chuck McCann is an old school made man around here. Of course. Uh, the president of the New Jersey chapter of the Black Hole. Uh, holds down his Raider fandom up there in the Northeast and was an early supporter and listener of the show. Well, we've got another Chuck. Okay. And it's not Chuck Woodson. It's New Chuck. New Chuck. So let's check in. You just got your nickname there because everybody around here has got a nickname. Uh, let's check in with New Chuck. Hey, Merv, Swag, and Michelle. Just a new member here. I was going to email Michelle for her to send me something, and it seems like I keep getting kicked back. I thought it was Michelle at RaiderFanRadio.com. Maybe I have the wrong email. You guys could email me, or Michelle could, at Chuck.Utz. That's U-T-Z. Sorry about that. Everybody's got your email, right? <laughs> Everyone. And my social uh, security email number is. <laughs> yeah. 
Everyone email Chuck. Anyway, hope you guys are doing well. Fuck those donkeys. Whoa, hey. 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 There you go. Good job. The first call on F bomb. Yeah. Telling you. Hey, and Chuck, it's Michelle at Raiders. Yeah, that's the key. Radio.com. Yeah, you got to add the the S on Raiders. You got to add the S on there. Yep, that's right. That's right. (laughs) And so, uh, all right, good stuff there from New Chuck. All right, so next up, let's go to. Oh, our buddy down, uh, he's down in Alabama. Yep. Uh, he was, talk about a gamer. Talk about a guy that's playing through injury. That's it, man. Feeling a little down in the dumps because he's okay. not feeling so hot. Okay. Wish you wish you well, Josh. Hope you feel better soon. Because, uh, But he he did. He was playing injured and still uh, called in to celebrate 1-0. So we appreciate you, Josh, down in the 703. What's up, fam? Sorry, I've been under the weather right now. Uh want to call in real quick <clears throat> just want to say Hobbs didn't look too bad um, Jimmy G kind of gave us a scare for a second but came played, it was good we need to put up more points but that's a good defense we're going against I want to see uh, defensively man, I'm hoping to see better I really want to see that Amari Bernie linebacker and that uh, uh, what's his name uh, defensive tackle Bryce Young I'd like to see or Byron Young. I'd like to see him more. But, um, you know, just defensively, kind of like uh, where our corners set up, hopefully safeties get better. I know Merrick struggled. But, um, you know, hey, 1 0, love y'all. And, man, fuck the Bills. There we go. Get well soon there, Josh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And appreciate you calling in. Uh, as always, my friend. All right, next up. So we're going to hit the pro wrestling portion of the night. Okay. So this is where we've got, uh, first off, we've got the American Nightmare. Oh, nice. Sounds a lot like old school Dusty Rhodes. Yep. That's or right. currently Cody Rhodes. That's what his nickname is. There you go. He, he really is the American Nightmare, right? He is. So this was before Cody Rhodes was Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And this was just because... Uh, this guy, so we're talking about T-Hom, right. who's the American Nightmare. He started that when John Gruden was like, I'm into effing nightmares. Right. Remember that? So he started right. the American Nightmare. So anyway, let's check in with uh, with the American Nightmare. And uh, I've heard any of this stuff. So let's, uh, let's it's usually a pretty dead-on impression. So let's check, okay. in with, check in with T-Hom. This is the American Nightmare, Dusty Ritter. You know, traveling throughout this country, the nightmare is recognized not by his hairstyle, or his pretty face, or even his blue eyes. But instead, he is recognized by the colors that he wears. And those colors would be silver and black. And it's a part of the Raider Nation, which we're talking about a half a million a year fan base, not $100 a week. Get my drift. Pundits around the country talking about how great the Buffalo Bills are. And unless I miss my guess, unless I miss my guess, they're sitting at 0-1, after giving the ball up four times. And who's sitting at the top of the AFC West? That would be the Raider Daddy leading the pack. (laughs) So for all you doubters out there who are hoping that the Raiders are going to lose and hopping all over the betting line and the point spread and forecasting doom and gloom for the Raiders this week, hear me out one time, you understand. One thing I love is chicken. And you know, this week, the nightmare going to make a trip up to Buffalo and feast on some chicken wings. 
And me and Max Crosby and Tyree Wilson are going to have buffalo sauce all over our faces as we devour the home team there and take what we want. Al Davis said it, and we're going to go out and do it. Now it's time to go out and get funky like a monkey. It's like we got we got uh, Dusty Rhodes, we got Truman Capote going on there yeah. a little bit. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot but, of things. Yeah, yeah, and shout out Truman Capote if you get that joke, <laughs> if you get that reference. Something like a timely one there, Murph. All right, so next up, let's uh, continue through the. <laughs> Jeez. Let's continue through the pro wrestling portion of the, of the Sea of Fans mailbag, and let's check in with the Mangus boys doing their best DX impression. I said DX. That's Triple H. That's the road dog, Jesse James. That's X Michaels. Thank you, Jeff. You're welcome. Red Nation. Oh, you didn't know. So I better call somebody. Damn right. Oh, hell yeah. We are back. It's me, COWG. I was learning with that bad, bad boy, Billy Gunn. Ready to kick that sizzling off. Doggy style. <laughs> and now, oh, and boys and girls, children of all ages. Tonight, D-Generation X probably brings to you. It's defending Gemini Man Hard Deep Champions of the World. Oh, the World Cup, Jesse Chase. The badass Billy Gunn. The new age outlaws. <laughs> And as always, as it's been for over 20 years, if you ain't down with that, we got two, two words for ya! Fuck it! <laughs> <laughs> hey, good job, Mangus boys! Much <laughs> respect. Much respect. Love I'm it. telling you, the Sea of Fans mailbag, the Sizzler Award tonight, that's going to be some I some know. tough going there, man. I We've know. got some great entries tonight, so appreciate you guys. <laughs> Mangus boys bringing it, man. All right, next up, we got two more to get to. Uh, we got Hey, talk about heavy hitters, man. we mm. got old school made guys Heck here. Yeah. Uh, let's first off start up there in Jersey and check in with our good friend of the show, Rev Raider. What's going on, Murph? Uncle Mosh, living out that good retirement. Young Swaggo, Michelle Sweat. This is Rev Raider calling from Jersey. Just wanted to weigh in. Uh, on a little late because I just wanted to digest the game a little bit. You know, um, it was week one. Great win. Happy we won. Sorry about this dog whining. She's always whining. I'm on, on my job right now. <laughs> but um, it was a good win. It was hard fought. You know, they did what they had to do. There were a lot of things to be expected, issues, you know, little stupid penalties and stuff like that, stuff that can be addressed and cleaned up, you know. I'm happy it happened in week one. But through all of that, they still persevered and did a lot of great, you know. And we got the dub. Divisional win. We top of the division right now. I'm cool with that. Um, I I just got to say, I definitely think, uh, Malcolm Colts, he definitely needs to get a lot more burn. I get you want to get that rookie involved and stuff like that, Tyree Wilson, but 
at the same time, every time Malcolm Coots was on the on the field, man, he was he was crashing pretty good, and he was, yeah. he was like moving with a sense of urgency, quick hands and stuff like that. I like what I saw from him. Uh, Tyree Wilson, not gonna beat him up too bad. He was a he's a rookie, you know, so it's to be expected, you know. Uh, he just looked like I'm not gonna say like a lot of people saying he's slow. It looks like he was indecisive. It it looks like he like when he came out of his stance, it was almost like like why are you playing patty cake? Make a move and go. You know, it, it seemed like he was overthinking a lot. You know, yeah, a little bit of conditioning because he hasn't played a lot, but. I think he'll improve, so I'm like, you know, I'm going to I'm a, I'm a retain my judgment, you know. I'm going to hold on to my judgment before I start going in on him. Amen. But um, overall, I saw a lot of good things, things that need to be cleaned up. I'm not, I'm not going to bash anybody. You know, we got a dub. Why would I be mad at a dub, you know what I'm Come saying? Come on. Oh, and so, but that, that's all I got for that game. Um, but now we're on the Buffalo, you know. They look like they're, you know, they can be beat. You know, but we can't have those silly penalties like we did this past week. You know, we got to do, we got to play a full 60 minutes of mistake free as much as possible ball. You know, just ball out and do what we do, and we can march off with that dub, I believe. But that's all I got. You know, um, don't want to see Josh McDaniels doing another thing. Dumb interview looking like Zoolander, flashing blue steel. Peace. <laughs> Uh, Rev. Oh my gosh, too funny. All right, good stuff there from Rev Raider. Last up, all right, we're going to head to the Canary Islands. Of course. To hear from our buddy. He is Italian born, but he tells uh, he, he calls himself Raider born Rico. So I'll just I'll just give you a warning in advance. Right. If you've got lights, dim them. Right. If you've got candles, better light them bitches up. Better. If you've got aromatherapy, yeah. You got, do you whatever got, you do to activate aromatherapy. Drop some of that oil in the bathtub. <laughs> if you got if you got pants, drop them. <laughs> Wyoming Raider says, hide your wives. Oh, abs- abs- absolutely. So, or all right. hide your husband. Or your husband. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right, for that matter. Uh, <laughs> or bring him in closer. I don't know. Hey, what, do your thing. Hey, Lean hey, back hey, into hey, it. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you do. Just let him know it's there. It's up to him what he decides to do with it. <laughs> Shit. Sorry, I broke his. <laughs> Vibrator in the chat. All she t- <laughs> my, my girl Valerie, also, all she puts in there is panties. <laughs> They dropped. It's too a late. Panties emoji. They're gone. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, Lord. Mercy. All right, baby. All right, plug your ears for a minute. All right, here we go. Let's check in with our buddy, Raider Born Rico. Hey, guys. Raider Born Rico here. So just a um, quick message of uh, faith. Like I, I, I like to start uh, my day with prayer. Nothing better than be sure of the fact you're just a man and you should be thankful for what you got to me. Um, your adventure nation in the day um, is, is very complicated. You might found some obstacles that put you down, but that's the moment you got to stand up 
and take all those obstacles with your faith. Imagine, uh, imagine the obstacles like they are the Muppets. Like if you got Kermit Mahomes in front of you, you will let him pass or you will sack him? I mean, it's obvious. So this Sunday, let's take all those obstacles. Let's take all the donkeys. Let's take all the division. We got an opportunity here. And listen, if we're going to lose, remember every time, chin up and be thankful to be a raider. Let's go. So the day <laughs> after, awesome, keep praying, keep the faith, and keep rocking those raider jersey. So with all that say, I love you all. Cheers to all of you. Go raiders! I'm out. Ah, there he is, Raider Boy Rico. Respect. Salute, salute, my friend. Wyoming <laughs> Raiders says, "Now I gotta have his babies." Ah, there uh, you go. But you know, you know, it's it's funny. So we 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 have a lot of fun with Rico and his dulcet tones. My brother said, "Where did I put the sham wow?" Oh. What? <laughs> Dang, baby! Wow. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, but, um, it was Your really, nightstand? I don't know. Uh, I'm just guessing. Uh, the, <laughs> Where you left it last, vibe. <laughs> There's way more truth to all this. Hey! Jeez! Jeez! Oh, this is so good. <laughs> so good. So we have a lot of fun with Rico and obviously yeah. his, his amazing voice and his delivery and everything. But I got to tell you guys, his takes are awesome. And Every that whole time. idea that like you're starting, starting your day <laughs> off with, with, with prayer and with, with, with faith. And like, I love that. And then the whole idea of like, regardless yeah. of what happens on Sunday, going to rock that Raider gear. And That's we all it, will. Man. But like, I just, I love that his, his takes are always on point. Every time. Every time, yeah. right? Every time, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, he has no idea the hold he has on people though. But he, he, he probably doesn't realize, like, yeah, yeah. right? Like, but he I mean, really brings it every single time yeah. he he calls in. Absolutely, it's a great take, great, great stuff there from Absolutely. Rico. We appreciate you, my friend. And uh, all right, so let's uh, let's go ahead and award a Sizzler Award. This comes down to Swag Jeff picking the best of the emailer or phone callers of the night. Swag Jeff, who do we got? Oh my gosh, we have so much. Uh, so we started off with the emails: Raider Lorian, DJ Lenny, Danger. Matthew Mangus, just win Wendy. Congrats on being a made woman. Uh, Daniel Mangus, Hooligan Nation, Stacy Ruff, and Paul, of course. Uh, the voicemails, we got New Chuck, Josh in the 703. Uh, get well soon, my friend. The American Nightmare, the Mangus Boys, Rev Raider, and of course, ending it with Rico. But tonight's Sizzler Award goes to a guy that has maybe our uh, our new favorite saying ever that is hashtag t-a-b-t trash ass booty trash <laughs> the winner of the sizzler this week is stacy we are metallica and we are here for your oakland raiders From The Walking Dead to errant Jedi Knights, Raiders fans are a rogues gallery. Oh, 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 oh,
Feed the bills. Shamwow. Uh, we appreciate you all very much. <laughs> hey, need to know about your life. Uh, appreciate everybody that is joining us uh, tonight live in the chat room tonight. I'll leave it to Jeff to uh, to shout everybody out. But uh, I'll just tell you this. I can't thank you enough. Um, they're, they're, uh, Matthew Mangus said 72 people, only 17 likes. Please do us a favor. Please. We love that you're there in the chat room. We love that you're watching the show. If you could just hit that thumbs up, hit that that subscribe uh, for us. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Anything mm. that you can do like that uh, means the world to us. And, and I think it's underrated how much it can mean because what it does is it, it attracts um, advertisers to this show. And with that advertising money, uh, like we're bringing on the Manscaped folks next week, with that, we give it away. Uh, we give it to our foundation, which is the One Nation Foundation. And that... Uh, nonprofit gives to all Raiders related charities. So we can't thank you guys enough for supporting Raiders Fan Radio, for being here and promoting it and telling your friends about it. Thank you to Michelle. Thank you to Swag Jeff. You guys are the best co hosts in the game. And uh, we love you guys very, very much. Michelle, take us on out of here. Yeah, man, listen, let's get this W and let's keep my 13 and 4 going. That's what, yeah. let's go listen, that's what I want to do. Thanks to everyone in the chat. You guys always make this show oh, so, so damn fun. cool. Oh, my so gosh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't big agree swaggo. more. A big swaggo no more. Uh, I'm sorry. Or says he's fat? fat? <laughs> <laughs> Much respect. Uh, thank you guys for emailing and calling, man. This was an all-star lineup, and it was one of the best CF fans that we've had oh, in a minute. So Ritter Lorian, DJ Lenny Danger, the Mangus Boys. We got like four doses of the Mangus tonight, yeah. which is good. Just win Wendy, Hooligan Nation, Stacy Ruff, congrats on the Sizzler, Paul, New Chuck, Josh in the 703, American Nightmare, uh, Rev Raider, and of course Rico. Can't thank you guys enough. And for everyone in the chat here, we had so many people uh, in here tonight. Uh, Ty Davis, Trinidad, Jay Jackson, T-Hom, uh, Corey Fleck, the Mangus Boys, Pineapple, Yoshi, Ryan Wrangle, uh, Fat Guapo is in there, uh, Vibrator, DJ Lenny Danger, um, let's see, Raider Loco, Just Win Wendy, Lalo Meloso, uh, we can't thank you guys enough, uh, Raider Worm, Tony Big Shepherd, worm? yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, much respect to everyone. This was a really fun show. Let's go beat the freaking Bills. Let's ass, go. Let's get that shit done, man. You feel me? So thanks for tuning in for another episode of Raiders Fan Radio, where we take a lighter side journey into the dark side. And don't forget, boys and girls, what happens in Vegas? Started in Oakland. Much respect. Get on YouTube. Goodbye. Or says he's fat? <laughs>